Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is probably Al Sterling. Uh, I'm in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. And hanging out with uh, our wonderful co-host, Liz. I'm wonderful this week. Hello. Yes. Yeah, we gave you a more specific adjective. You're welcome. Yay. Uh, but still non-gender specific. We can be very clear about that. Yes. Uh, a special thank you to uh, our live streaming audience. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone, about all of that mess. We, we appreciate you, Five. Or you're <laughs> welcome. You're, uh, whatever. Uh, actually, so my we, we are trying to get to the point where we're doing live streams and able to live stream and do a little more stuff like that uh so we tested it not realizing it was going to email all of our subscribers <laughs> luckily there's only about 20 or so of them but still that was a lot of people to randomly email like three times when we went live so and also we're bad at technology uh so. yeah, we're, we're figuring it out though so we're, we're getting there uh my kid god my kid so my kids my, my wife put it up on the tv and then my kids are talking to me afterwards and they're like daddy i talked to you but you couldn't hear me which was stupid adorable Oh my um, god! I can't, literally am crying again like thinking about it because he's like, "Daddy, why? Why wouldn't you answer, why wouldn't me, you answer me? Why <laughs> are you such a bad father, Al? Well, why are they such bad kids? Oh, you, Whoa. yeah. My kids only listen to the intro. Yeah, to the, yeah they don't actually <laughs> listen to the episode. Uh, they're also, I should note, my kids are four and two. So there's like it's a very like. Anyway, uh, again, donate to that Patreon to pay for Al's <laughs> kids' future therapy. Yeah, so, so many things. Uh, so we got a big episode. Also, huge news. Uh, we are starting a uh, Game of Thrones episode breakdown. Oh, my God, you guys. I'm taking over. I'm cutting off your train of thought right now because I'm so excited because Al never lets me have puns on the show. And if you don't know this already, because we've never said my last name on the show, my last name is Ames. And so he's letting me run this segment. And it's going to be called Ames on Thrones. Yes. So, a, and it's amazing. A spoiler-filled, yes, episodic breakdown for the season premiere uh, is going to be after the uh, end credit. So the music's going to play just like normal, and then we'll start doing that. So no chance for any spoilers there. If you're listening on audio, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to have a separate video for yes. you. Yes, that is the plan. Yes. So uh, we'll be doing this for all it's like eight eight episodes a season. Eight right? episodes. So, so for the next eight, eight weeks, episodes. you get to listen to me freak out about. No, my God, did you totally see nah, dragons. <laughs> right, like that. Uh, so that's what's Spoilers, happening. Spoilers, Stan. <laughs> oh, my God, there's what? Uh, so this week, though, uh, we were supposed to have uh, uh, friends from the Warhammer Winter Park store on. There was some logistical scheduling difficulties, which worked and out fine. Uh, and, and, God, sorry, a hurricane. Uh, which worked out fine because a D23 just went, just went nuts. Yeah. Um, so we've got a ton of D23 content. Do you think stuff. the storm was excited about D23 and that's why it was so crazy? It Maybe. probably was. I just it want was... everyone to know that I risked my life to be here to record this for you. So I hope you're thankful because I was pelted with pea-sized hail on the way into the studio pea-sized today. pea-sized hail? That sounds that... like a great episode it... title. <laughs> pelted with pea-sized hail. That is not a bad episode title. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get started. First up, uh, this week in Elon. Yeah. So he announced, apparently when back in the day, uh, which was a Wednesday, I think, as we all yep. are aware. Uh, when Elon, you know, Elon makes it, made his money, me, E Dog, as I call him. E Dog made e his money. money uh, e Money is, oh, that's a little bit. Uh, e Money made his money off of PayPal. That was one of his big things there. Mm-hmm. So uh, when PayPal went public and he got out of it, he lost uh, access to a site called, to a, to a website that he had purchased called X.com. Mm-hmm. So that's just singularly the letter X.com. It's actually, you can't get a single letter. Uh, Domain domains anymore. Not at the dot com. You can get them for other domains other than that. But X dot com is one of the only ones, and it's been sitting there forever. So Elon apparently got it back from PayPal, bought it from PayPal for an undisclosed sum, which which means means a lot. Well, I think it either means that he paid like millions for this, or he paid like five bucks, (laughs) seven dollars, just fourteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling, right? 
How about a nice dinner? <laughs> right. Maybe a thank you note. I don't yeah. know. Whatever it was he did. But now he owns X.com. And so he said, like, was it last week? Earlier? Like, late last week? Yeah, late last week. That he was going to X.com. Big things coming to X.com. The damn thing. We have now been watching X.com like idiots. <laughs> He's like Rickrolled us, basically. <laughs> well, oh, my this God. This is the new Rickroll. I just want him to put up that video. <laughs> <laughs> right? That Maybe would actually be better. He, he E-rolled us. Oh so if God. you go to the site, it's literally just a white screen with a tiny little black X in the left <laughs> top corner. Yep. So that is, that's what he's done. And we are continuing to monitor X.com like idiots mm-hmm. because we have a segment called This Week in Elon and apparently we have to track this shit. Anybody, anybody who knows Elon like we do knows that he's such a jokester. He is. He got us. <laughs> oh, Elon, you're he, so funny. Uh, he rickrolled us. That's what he did there. So there's actually there's literally nothing else to report on that. That's just what he did this week. So it's like the only thing worse it could have done is like reroute to title.com or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just at least there was no ads. Let's just yeah. let's just be thankful for that. that. You know. Uh, in other news, we have a uh, continuing on with our segments that don't get enough love. Damn it, DC is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay! Maybe Boo. with a question mark. Yeah. With the, I don't know. So you want to you want to walk them through this one, Dan? Okay, so we all know that we were supposed to get a Batman movie probably next year, directed and written and starring uh, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. and he kind of bowed Oops. out of the directing side. And they he brought realized in. he was not good at it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Have you seen The Town? Yeah, yeah. Argo? Argo, yeah, man. No, Argo is incredible. Come on. He's a fantastic director. But uh, he decided that acting, starring, directing, writing, doing it all was a little too much on such a large project. So mm-hmm. he stepped out, and they brought in Matt Reeves, who uh, just this week, War of the Planet of the Apes came out. And so he's finished on that, and he's just now, because he had a couple weeks off, uh, he's just now getting started on... The Batman. And the Ben Batman. Affleck was on record as saying, we'll do the movie when the script is right. Right. And it's not. So he mm. knew this was a, ba- a bad script. And Matt Reeves uh, apparently agrees. He's throwing it out and starting over from scratch. So what's crazy about this is one of the things we talked about was how they were talking about bringing in like a yes man director. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is what we thought they were going to get. We were going to get somebody just to do the stuff so Ben didn't have to do it. Not Matt Reeves. Uh, no. No, Matt Reeves has come in and said, y- "Y'all, we starting over here." Well, I mean, so if you've just... seen if you've seen the new Planet of the Apes movies, the guy has a vision, yeah, and he's going to execute it. Yeah. I, I had I was very confused by the whole, and now that you've explained this, I'm I'm much less confused. But I was very confused by reading the article because I thought starting from scratch meant like no more Affleck, no more like no more. Oh no 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 no! no. Like, I, and I was very much like, he's what does this mean for the DC universe? He's confirmed Ben is in. Okay, ben so is... it's not. The okay. Batman. I would assume, and I would say the only things that I would say are safe are Ben in as Batman and uh, what's his name, Gary Oldman as uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because and if you've seen the Justice League previews, Gary Oldman's the guy who plays Commissioner Gordon that little bit in the shooting the trailer. Well, and, and that leaves up in the air though. Joe Manganiello, we had heard yep. was going to be Deathstroke. Yep. Okay. So we don't know if he's going to keep that character just so that he can keep that casting. Yeah. Uh, choice. Or recast him in a different role, I would or he's out altogether. Like that casting choice. <laughs> I think De- I think Deathstroke is a fine villain to put against to put him against. Yeah, if you wanted to do a darker, more serious tone, Deathstroke is a great villain to use. I just hope that we st- we get uh, similar action sequences to what we got in um, uh, BVS. Yes, the the Batman scenes. Yes, where the he scenes. was okay, jumping was up through the building and right. 
fighting off all the bad guys. That I, I keep having cool. to remind myself that not everything about that movie was awful. Yeah, there no, were some was, good parts. It's just it was hard because of the bad parts. It's just really over. It was the whole Batman versus Superman part that was bad. Right. The, you, the t- you mean the title of the movie? Yeah, but like, Why the, did you say that the separate <laughs> Batman stuff was pretty decent. Martha. Because I'm Batman. Except for the origin thing, the, the bats flying and because I'm Batman. <sighs> Terrible. It was terrible. But yeah, the I think I'll, I'll take it to doing this once an episode. Now. I just, I love. You know what? And it's, it is, it's an homage to uh, uh, how it should have ended. Uh, on, have you guys seen this on Hishi? Yeah. The, 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 the yeah. How is it's a series on YouTube for those of you who are not aware? And they do the superhero cafe as a part of their bit. Yeah. So anytime they do a how it should have ended, which is like an animated like joke about how any kind of movie should have ended, and then if it involves superheroes at all, they'll do this thing with Batman and Superman sitting in a, like it's all really rough animation, sitting in a cafe talking back and forth and the guy does just because I'm Batman and it's <laughs> awesome and it's hilarious and it's really worth watching so there's my shameless plug I guess, I guess um, yeah he did it early now Al doesn't get one I uh-huh. just yeah you can't stop me uh, <laughs> we know so so uh, <laughs> up next this was terrifying and it was on our Facebook page and I saw a lot of our, a lot of our folks saw it uh, so what they did was the you wanted to actually uh, yeah know, this is mine this is you go Give for me it this. Do, do you think so girl. because because we all know how terrified I am of the uh uh, <laughs> robot overlords. <laughs> the robot overlords taking over, and now we're just we're teaching them to teach themselves things. Right. And we've talked about this before about how the Google AI has been building itself and creating itself and advancing itself, and now we gave it examples of I guess you would call these like humanoid figures, and then there's one four legged figure, and there was really no instruction. It just said move from point A to point B, and this yep. damn thing taught itself how to walk and then run. Yep, like a nineteen-month-old. <laughs> well, and this is one of the things too. Is when you, the one thing I thought was really creepy here because I watched this video and I was laughing because, and you could see if you could find it on our Facebook page, um, it's like its arms like flail around really weird. It does not look like Usain Bolt. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no, it, no. It, this is not an athletic. It looking... looks more like like John Cleese and the Ministry of Silly Walks. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> what's it's seriously here. like a baby teaching itself the, to walk. But the this, Ministry of Google thing. AI Walks. Well, exactly. So I, I was watching this video and I was laughing at the thing, arms flailing around as I thought about how it's going to chase me like that when it kills me. It'll be less <laughs> And then you be were terrified. Right. Uh, but then I actually, again, I had my two-year-old at home and I was watching my two-year-old run and he does almost the exact same arm motions. Yeah. And it was one of the things in the articles was asking, what does Google know that we don't know about running? And it turns out Google just says shitty balance. <laughs> yeah. So it's like one arm Google's, out to kind of just a toddler right. one arm straight out to kind of balance and the other one swinging above the head like a helicopter <laughs> yeah like and so i would like to i would like to put forth a challenge to our listeners uh please send us videos of yourself <laughs> oh my god that would be amazing like the google ai like a 40 mile dash <laughs> like for the nfl combine that'd be great that, yeah that's that was terrifying. Uh, but it would be less funny if that thing was chasing me. I yeah. think I would be. <laughs> yeah, and if that one arm was a blade. <laughs> exactly. That would be a lot less funny uh, at, that, at that point. Well, speaking um, of funny things. Yeah. Uh, so The Tick is coming live action. Uh-huh. And they have the trailer that's dropped, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, meh. Yeah, meh. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh... It's exactly what you expect from The Tick, though. Well, no. The... To me. Yes, I guess yes, but the animated series was—I—I I, I don't know. I don't think the tick lends itself to live action. Yeah, I think that's an issue. Because um, the the animated series, and granted, maybe it didn't age well. Yeah. But the animated series, I found hilarious. Now, maybe it was because of my age, maybe it was because of whatever. But um, I don't know. Because your sense of humor has gotten so much more sophisticated. Yeah, it's a good call. <laughs> so I probably would still find it funny. Um, but I just—I don't know. I couldn't—I couldn't get into this. Yeah. Which is a shame because I love the tick. 
I think it's a hilarious character. It's a hilarious storyline. I love it. Just, it, it seems like it's in the wrong time. Yeah. Like this doesn't feel 2017. You know what? It still feels really 90s. It does. No matter what you do, it just has that 90s quality to it. Yeah. And I just don't know if that's going to work. It's good. They're, they're, well, the 90s they're is fe- coming back in other in other ways. Right. But oh they're, God, they're trying to feed off 90s. our nostalgia. Right. But I don't know if that's what it, what's going to work out. Is, are the 90s coming back? Are we about to get like, because like, the 80s were here forever. If you watch fashion, the 90s are coming back in like, okay, so, okay. Well, uh, TLC was just on like Jimmy Fallon. The that's, well, that's yeah. True. And first of all, uh, Hot Topic, which you haven't heard that name in a while just released and i cannot believe that we have not put this on the slide i have not put mm-hmm. this on the slack channel and i'm so sorry but i'm shoving in this week in geek right now uh hot topic just released an entire line of buffy the vampire slayer themed clothing are you uh-huh. kidding and me? it's amazing it's incredible will it fit overweight 30 somethings yeah males. <laughs> males you're gonna have to ask hot topic well, no, a while ago hot topic changed from being like the goth store to being like the hipster store to being like the geek t-shirt store. That's yeah, so now it's like now it's now. like the gothic nerd I remember store. when Hot Topic opened, like it was the sketchiest, scariest place. I in the was mall. scared of that place. <laughs> dude, it was dark and creepy, dude. Uh-huh. And like nobody smiled at you. Like it was it was a creepy place. Well, they still don't smile at you, but that's just because customer service is right. you know dead. 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 Uh, <laughs> all right, well there's the that. tick, yeah. So, the tick spoon. Film, just meh. I just wasn't eh. Not, I guess they, they can't all be winners. Uh next we have perfected teleportation. Uh, uh, bring no. it back a tick. Yeah, no. Let's take a knee. No, okay, okay. Uh, maybe we have I mean, teleported a photon. Yeah. Are we sure it was the same photon? <laughs> How? Do, well, did they? Somebody tag- explain this to me. How do we know that it was the same photon? Because of quantum. What's a photon look like? Quantum uh, entanglement. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's how actually, we know. Yeah. How we, close are we to getting that's tacos? A thing. That's why I wanted until yeah until until we're able to do. Can food. I teleport? You money, and you teleport me back a taco. Actually, just teleport Actually, me the yeah, taco first. The taco. Yeah, but it'll be a different taco when it gets to you. I don't care. Do you think that meat will be on the outside of the shell? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Like that I, chicken thing the, they have a taco about. The oh. creature is inside out. I, and it exploded. <laughs> I would still eat the taco. Can we be clear on that piece? <laughs> of course oh, just, 10 out of 10 just, would eat the taco. Just, like, scrape, <laughs> just scrape that shit off of the thing. Let's eat it. I mean, let's face it. You're going to be drunk when you teleport the taco anyway. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to even know the difference. We're going to um, change the name of the show to Taco Talk. <laughs> taco Talk. <laughs> I do love, I do love both talking and eating every tacos. Every week we talk about tacos. <laughs> uh, the so the thing is they did a quantum. Or was it quantum? They did, they, they did a quantum. They did a quantum. I don't think that's how science time. works. They, We've got the best cyber. Now this is not the first time that a photon has been teleported. Right it is the longest distance that a photon has been teleported. Right, they put it to so space. China is winning the photon teleportation race. Isn't China kind of winning everything? No. <laughs> I don't know what they're losing, uh, but there's that's what they did. I so the and here's this is the part where I got confused. I I, I legitimately read the article. Yeah. I listened. To, I, I did additional research so I could try to understand what the hell's going on here. This is what it tells. This is what I'm hearing. We can teleport a uh, a photon. Yeah. Step one: teleport a photon. Step two: step three: hack-proof internet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait. Step two. <laughs> Step three, hackproof internet. Right. Um, what? Okay. Okay. As long yeah. as none of us know it. Cool. So, folks, we're not clear on step two either. But uh, actually, our technical director, can you explain to us what step two is? I'm too busy working, so I can't 
Okay, he's it. Our oh. technical director is actually like legitimately oh. keeps up with these things and is pretty smart. Where's literal rocket scientist Travis when we need him? Yeah, this yeah, Travis. Come on, Travis. If we were live streaming right now, he could comment and yell at us for being stupid. He wouldn't yell at us. We'll be watching the comments. Uh, yeah, let us know if somebody can explain step two. Step one. Mm. Uh, all right, so that's that. So there's so many things that we need to talk about. Yeah, so no, we're, we're, we're in the main topic here, all right. which is good. If it felt like we were rushing through This Week in Geek, it's because we were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was just all of this stuff. So I made this really, really stupid mistake and asked our listeners on Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter uh, how much we should cover over the D23. Because there was so much there. And we're like, should we include? What should we include? And almost invariably, everybody was like, all of it. Cover all of it. I dare you. <laughs> I think, D- D- your mother Yeah, my mother said, literally I dare said, you. I dare you. Uh, but she doesn't tell me what to do. But there are a lot of other people who said the same thing. So, so we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to cover everything. You brought, just know people, you brought this on yourself. <laughs> all right? All right. Now, I honestly haven't had a chance to look at almost any of this. I have read all of it. I know. So I've, I'm going well, to be very reactionary. I've read it m- most of it. And I also I have some things. But mm. go. But you start, Al. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our senior legal correspondent, T. Bradford Petrino Esquire, of Korshak and Associates, located in the beautiful city of Castleberry, uh, for helping me dig through and gave us some really great starting points as we were trying to just digest the sheer volume of information that came right. out of D23. Yeah. So I'm going to run through all of it. We're going to go through, here's the order in case you guys are curious. We're going to start with some animated stuff, and then we're going to pick up the Disney animated, well, we're going to do stuff, some live action stuff after we go through the animated stuff. We're going to talk briefly about Star Wars and Marvel, going to talk about some video games, then we're going to talk about some rides, and then we're going to talk about Whoopi. Because Whoopi Goldberg, oh, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg brought it, uh, <laughs> and we're going to try to have a conversation about she that. She brought it hard, and guys, she I don't know, did. I don't know if anyone's watching the YouTube right now, but usually we have one page of show notes, and now Al has three pages of show notes. That's how serious this is. Yeah, I, I seriously, we take so Disney seriously. I did. I don't normally. We're covering D twenty three with 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 a, with a thoroughness that we have not covered literally any other like <laughs> Comic Con. <laughs> we're spending more than I was at Dice Tower Con for four days. You, and he came they, back and went. It was cool. It was awesome, but. I, but Disney has purchased everything we love. That's true. Right? That's true. Well, that was one of the things so I they noticed. They own us. That was one of the things I noticed, too, was a lot of all of the Disney uh, panels are basically open with Disney showing off about how they own everything. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And even the people that were trying to be critical, like, and it was pretty awesome. And don't, doesn't uh, Disney own BBC? I don't think so. They own ABC. Oh, I thought they owned and ABC. ESPN. Also. Do you want me to Google I'm going to look that up. Somebody Google it. All right. I got it. Okay. Let's all right, go. So, Let's run this down here. So first, we're going to look at the Disney Toon Studios, uh, and here's what we get. First, we get Space uh, is coming as it's a working title, uh, but it's basically Cars meets Top Gun. So it looks like they showed it was an animation piece of these two fighter jets, all a uh, Top Gun, yeah, like kind of flying around and doing crazy Top Gun looking things. Uh, and then apparently so they showed eyes on the planes, so it looks like it's gonna. I mean, it has to take place in the Cars universe at that point. Um, Does it? Does it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Unless it's going to take place in the very, uh, the mostly unknown Brave Little Toaster universe. <gasps> yeah. What up, callback? You know, it's like the 30 year anniversary of that movie. Is it? Yes. I watched the Brave Little Toaster forever, and I kind of say, as a as a Florida boy, I was very confused about the electric blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's on that blanket? Why is that? What's the thing? Oh, well, I was blanket? in New, I was in New Jersey, and I was also very confused. I didn't. It didn't. The the electric blanket didn't translate well. Okay. Okay, was that like an old? I didn't understand why Blanky had like a, a random square face. Right. That's like, is but, it? All right. Anyway, anyway. Uh, brave little toaster for the win, buddy. Let's do this thing. Uh, 
Uh, anyway, so that's what cars. Actually, you know what? I now am hoping they that it's the a brave, brave little toaster. toaster. The answer is no, they do not. Okay. Wait, what was the question? I've already forgotten. Disney the, owning BBC. Oh, right. They don't. Yes. Good I think for, they might have tried to buy them, but they didn't. I'm sure Disney's tried to buy all of it. <laughs> uh, so the so that one, it's probably that. I really don't need anything else in the Cars universe. I really, really don't. It's, I haven't seen anything really past the, the first part. Cars. Um, you're you're good. Don't watch anything past the first Cars. I liked yeah. the first one, though. The first one was first cute. One, no, the first one was really cute. Yeah. By the way, Cars 1, 2, and 3 are the worst performing Pixar film. Oh, Cars 3, it's too early to tell. Well, but Cars 1 and Cars 2 are the worst performing Pixar movies Worse than ever. Planes? I'm sorry, Planes is down and to two. And Planes Fire Rescue? Well, <laughs> you guys have Planes, children. Planes yeah. Fire Rescue was not released in cinema. Okay. Right. Theatrical releases. Everything Cars is at the very bottom of the list. That's my main point. Because all of the Cars movies were released in theaters. Or, yeah. Are, yeah. or again, Cars 1, 2, and 3. Going to be, planes. Planes. 3 has not come out yet. Three right? just no it, three dropped. Yeah. Did okay. Yeah, we didn't believe it or not uh, devote an episode to reviewing it. <laughs> Why aren't we reviewing? Because uh, we don't hate ourselves. Cares? Speaking of things that I don't care about, Frozen. Ugh. Uh, so they did a bit of a of a of a blip here. And for mm. those of you guys who aren't familiar with the way a lot of these cons work, they're gonna they they you show uh, footage there. They'll show trailers. They'll show sneak peeks and all that stuff, and only show it to people that are there. They won't release it on YouTube. They won't release it officially anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can usually get your hands on a on a somebody like a like a shaky cam, like somebody who like picked up their phone and hit record. <laughs> we don't talk about those or cover those because I don't want to do it until I can see what they're trying to present. Right. Right. Uh, to me, that's kind of a big deal. I want to I want to judge the thing based on its merits. I don't want to give it a fair shake. Mm-hmm. So um, we don't. We just don't, we we tried it before. I wasn't happy with it, so we don't cover. We don't try to grab leak footage. Um, anyway, so Olaf's Frozen Adventure. No, I don't care. I just don't care. At now, all. is that is that what's taking over um, Maelstrom in Epcot? That I don't think so. Something else. Are we is. not on attractions yet? I'm not. I have attractions written down. I okay. Can't, so I, what is? This? I have some beef with the attractions. What is Olaf's thing? Going. Oh, this is a movie. Okay. Oh, this it's a, a, it's a movie. Okay, yeah. never mind. Olaf's JK. Is it direct release or is it? Uh, I haven't seen it. I'm assuming they'll do a release to theaters, if, or even for a short run, because Frozen just. Well, made let's all face it. Olaf money. is the best part of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. If yes, and that's it is not the best saying part. a lot. Right. I just I despise Frozen. I okay. I I hate Frozen less because I have a niece. And seeing it through her eyes and, first of all, listening to that adorable damn child sing Let It Go is, right. I mean... Sure. I just see, we, we both have heart, We both have two boys. It's true. So, like, my oldest, he doesn't want to have anything to do with anything that has to do with princesses. Yeah. But he loves Olaf. Did so you, did you he tell him that it's okay this. that boys can like princesses, yeah, too? Yeah, he just doesn't like them. Yeah, my son is still wants to be Supergirl when he grows up. I love so everything about we're that. Gonna, we're going to... Yeah, that, that's not really the problem. Um, <laughs> my, but my issue is that Frozen is just not that good of a movie. It's not. Like, I mean, especially... It came moments. out... Tangled, Tangled came out right around the same time. Thank you. And Tangled no, t- is one oh, of the best... Well, that was well, like first five of all, or yeah, ten t- years Tangled came out years before Frozen. Did it really? First of all. Time, when you get old, starts to less and less... Just, we're all just Whatever. spiraling toward the void. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm going to here. So Frozen 2 is also coming out separate from Olaf's uh, adventure. Also double bleh. Our thoughts. Bleh, mm. Whatever. Uh, if you like it, good for you. On the movies inevitable. I care about, though, uh, Wreck-It Ralph has got a sequel coming out called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Nice. Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> is this the one that Emily brought up where they're considering crossing over? Not considering. It's, it's happening. It's a, it's, it's, happening. A, it's a Disney princess Star Wars crossover. Yes. It's gotten super meta. So, uh, <laughs> this is the most meta. So Ralph makes his way into the internet somehow. 
Uh, so this is Wreck-It Ralph. There's a movie that came out about the Atari, no, sorry, sorry, uh, arcade game, mm-hmm. and he goes in to do the other things and uh, and had a uh, Jane Lynch in it as uh, the for the Halo style game, and it was just amazing. And then Sarah Silverman as Vanilla, Vanilla, Velony, Vanilla, Vanilla, Vanilla. Oh, okay. I forget her name, but she was a little tiny. Vanilla P. But the best line ever. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what they're doing there is they're, so he, I guess from the what we're hearing is Ralph wants to go, um, Ralph wants to go uh, 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 viral. Uh-huh. Okay. Like he wants to get big. So he goes in to get his way into the internet and he's wandering through the like, internet. Like you do. Like you do. And uh, Oh no, the, does he make his way to the deep web? I don't think so. God, I hope not. God, <laughs> That's I really not a Disney appropriate. No. He's but, on 4chan. <laughs> oh no, Ralph, get out of there. <laughs> Ralph, don't wreck that. <laughs> Actually, he could wreck 4chan. I'd be good. I'd be fine. Oh boy. Um, but he so what happens here is that I guess Vanellope, I think it's Vanellope, Sarah Silverman's yeah. character is with him, and at some point she sees the princesses and she wants to go be a princess. And so they have her go off with them. And they announce that she will now be an official Disney princess. Oh. So well, okay. Um cool. Yeah. For her. Sure. I mean, we're gonna definitely it's only a matter of time before we get a boy princess. I'll just call him that now. It's only a matter of time before we get a boy princess. Just calling it. You heard it here first. But that's uh, called a prince. Not if it doesn't want to be. Confused. Okay. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. So uh, what what was cool about this though specifically was that they um, during the during the the premiere for this and they showed this little clip of Vanellope. I think it's Vanellope. Yes, um, it's Vanellope. I'm I'm confirming this for you. It okay, is Vanellope. Well, Stop Vene- asking. We're both wrong at least. <laughs> uh, you know, Vanellope goes to meet with the princesses, but they brought out on stage the actual voice actresses for all of the princesses. Yeah, and they all oh. will be voiced in the movie by the original princesses. So, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So like the girl who so, played Little Mermaid, Jasmine, whatever else. So and, here's my thing. So yeah. so Sarah Silverman is now going to be a Disney princess. So what happens when little girls Google Sarah Silverman and then oh, find God. some of her old, really raunchy stand-up? Or some of her Jesus future. Jesus' magic. <laughs> Jesus' magic. Or some of her future raunchy stand-up. Sarah Silverman's yeah, not really? done making raunchy stand-up. No, 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 no. Never. She just put out a new one on Netflix. Awesome. Oh, my God. Great. But, um, but what I do think is interesting here is that one of the things that they're going to do is uh, deal with some of the meta stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, this whole thing about Pocahontas, there's some serious problems if you look at Pocahontas. If you just watch Pocahontas, there's some deep problems yeah. there. And apparently they're going to poke some fun at that and acknowledge that as part of the meta thing they're doing That's here. That's good. So, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Meta can work. Uh, and I think it'll work here. They're well, like, I, well, how I do think, we get on this whole Deadpool thing? But I think the whole, but 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 meta done in a humorous way too. Yeah, it's much easier to you know. Yes, but sometimes meta goes a little too far if it becomes your only bit, yeah. uh, or if it's not done terribly well. I think Wreck It Ralph kind of underplayed the meta last time. I actually right, was really with the, interested with the in the video seeing, game crossovers and right. all that. I wish you'd have gone into actual video games. I would have loved more bits with like Ralph and Zangief from Street Fighter hanging out like yeah. that, or Bowser was running a bar. I think you know. Right. Like, there's some really interesting stuff. That would have been really fun to find out, but we didn't. They, I think they kind of underplayed it this time, so they're... Mr. Game & Watch just running around throwing sausages at everyone for no reason. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> also, great callback. Hey, uh, you're callback. welcome. Wait, wait, there's a deep cut right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, they went on to Incredibles 2. Here's oh, the boy. problem. Okay. In a universe in which we are on our easily fifth movie in the fucking Cars universe... How have we not had this movie yet? Yeah. Where in the hell has this been? Maybe they've been actually doing it right and not just making a cheap, sloppy sequel. Because The Incredibles was pretty incredible. I'm going to get my mic turned off again. <laughs> Not just yet, but, but that's one. 
so the uh, Incredibles two, they they showed a brief clip. Jack Jack the baby, of course, uh, mm-hmm. the one that went golden nuts and syndrome at the end there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved Incredibles. <laughs> I know all of these characters off the top of my head. Um, so it turns out the we actually pick up. It's like a direct sequel. Like we we're okay. Not, so we're not flash forwarding. No. Uh, and apparently there was a fight between Jack Jack and some raccoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when dad finds out, dad now has to deal with the fact that he's discovered that his son is like super, like the most powerful. Nice. Uh, yeah. The, so yeah. The baby's like got the most super strength in the entire all family. Of the, all of the abilities. So, yeah. So okay. that, that's the, that's what we get from Incredibles 2 so far. Uh, not tons. We'll wait and see. But they did also focus a whole bunch on the differences and how far the animation has come since the first Incredibles movie came out. Although, I guess this is where I start to differ with folks a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had no issues with the animation on, on Incredibles. If they dropped more movies with that exact same level, level of animation, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, it was a really cool style. I liked it a whole bunch. Um, most importantly, Brad Bird is coming back to direct Incredibles 2, which is why I still have faith in this thing, and uh, reprising his role as Edma, Ed, Edna Mode. Edma, 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 Edma. You know the short chick who does the costumes for them? Yeah. No capes. No capes. That, her. That one. That's the one. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, other movies. Whew. We're not, <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the live action yet, people. I'm going through these as quick as I can. Hey, no problem. Toy Story 4. We're doing another Toy Story? Uh, yeah, this is... Did, okay, so I'm not Andy's like 800 years old now. Andy's dead. We're up to Andy's <laughs> grandkids. <laughs> this is like the estate oh sale. Oh, my God. No! <laughs> Toy Story 4, estate sale. <laughs> Disney's gone real uh, dark. <laughs> there was nowhere else to go with the story. Like, you were done, man. Like, this... Let this Kids one go. Kids don't even use toys anymore. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, like, I don't, I don't know. Well, because you've got a movie like Wreck-It Ralph that deals with video games, which is a lot more <laughs> relevant to children of our age, of our, not of our age, current, like, right. that, you know. Yeah. But our, our, our kids' age, I guess. Your kids' ch- um, age, but, like... Uh, hand my dog, my kid a slinky dog, and he's going to look like, like you have three heads. Well, and this, okay, so this is what kills me, and I understand that Toy Story is, t- to this day, still the highest grossing Disney Pixar movie the most mm-hmm. successful and I might be jumping ahead and getting into attractions, but so they have plans to make toy story land, which to me, yep. I don't understand because it doesn't hold up because it's like irrelevant at this point, but now they're going to continue to make toy story movies just so they can keep this like land a lot. I mean, yeah, I, cause they want to print money. I right. get it, but I think it's real dumb. I don't yeah. think that Toy Story stands up. I don't. Oh, I don't either. I don't think that right. to, to make an entire section of a park around a movie that came out in 1997 when action figures were huge, right? And they're just not anymore. No, like we already have the the, the army men running through Hollywood Studios, and yeah. we get it. And like, yeah, and we tried the whole, you know, Andy's coming, and the characters are supposed to fall down, and then managers were like, "That's a liability. Don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, Disney. I don't either. I mean, this would be, this would be like, like and I love Toy Story. Don't get me well, wrong. No, it's like Universal, like doubling down on Toon Lagoon, right? You know, yeah. Like, no, no, no. Uh, Bullwinkle, uh, Rocky Bullwinkle, <laughs> more Bullwinkle. I, well, I will everyone. support this. Popeye however, Man, let's do this thing. I will ha- uh, support this. However, though, if they completely build in the the theory that it connects with um, Monsters Inc. Oh, the whole connected universe, Pixar universe thing. Yeah. If Whoa. they play that up with it, if, if this is, maybe this is a prequel, this is like Andy's mom is supposed to be like Boo, right? From 
Oh, yeah, yeah, Monsters, yeah. Monsters, Inc. Maybe this is like her playing with the toys before she passes them on to Andy. That I'd be down for. I don't. I'm still not. Let this one go, Disney. But they haven't announced mm. anything about it. They just, just said Toy Story 4, and they talked a little bit about it. I Give us your money. Um, I have more beef with, with Toy Story Land, because they're closing the great movie ride, everyone. Okay, we'll get to okay, that. Okay, let's, no, let's, let's breathe and Real keep going in. here. <laughs> uh, next, they have what they just called, uh, jokingly referred to as Suburban Fantasy World, the movie. <laughs> um, so this one is really interesting, and I'm actually, I, I can't do better than um, Birth Movie's Death. Uh, dot com birthmoviesdeath.com has the Hulk film critic mm-hmm. which is just phenomenal anyway um, and he wrote this he did this write up he was actually there so I'm going to read from the article here because it's just better than are I can do you, are you going to do it in a Hulk here. voice I am not are you uh, in the Batman voice n- n- no neither one of those would be are you going to do it in extreme interrogation mode <laughs> <laughs> no uh, <clears throat> So uh, this is, again, regarding Suburban Fantasy World, which is just kind of the working title of this. It takes place in a world where magic exists, but it's kind of hard to do. So most people just develop the same modern easy niceties our suburbs have developed. We get a clear, funny look at an art of a world of the fantastical mundane, complete with a fun detail that unicorns are so popular they're basically garbage-eating rodents. (laughs) But then we learn the thrust of the film would be two teenage brothers going off on a quest to spend one last magical day with their father, who passed away long ago. What? What? So magic exists, but it's really hard to do. So uh-huh. society. So if you take that as the premise for your world. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So we assume that magic has always existed, but it's just like it's a real pain in the ass and nobody bothers with it. So we still have cars and the Internet and all that. Uh, just, just like in real life, anything that's hard to do, most people aren't going to do. Like, oh, it's not worth it. <laughs> so um, but fantasy creatures are existing. So unicorns, which you know we talk about I mean, unicorn. I go back to Gone in 60 Seconds. It's like the one unreachable thing. Now are so ubiquitous that they're like, they're like, more like rodents. They're like, yeah. like anybody it's like, who it's lives. It's like white-tailed deer anywhere in the north. Right. Anywhere deer, where deer are common. Like in this, and like for us, we see a deer, we're like, ooh. But I've known people who live and have deer that come up in the yard. I'm like, they come up in your yard and they're, they're always like, yes, and they're gross and they're disgusting and they're stupid. Everyone, so, turns, in, everyone turns into Louis C.K. when it comes to deer. <laughs> right. So that's, uh, so the unicorns are so ubiquitous that that's kind of where we land. Yeah. So, if, with that setting, then we have two boys whose father has passed, and they're using magic to get to spend one one last day with him. Like, like he's turner. already died. He's already died, and they're getting to visit him via magic or get him to come with him for a magical day via magic. With their time turners. Uh, maybe. I don't if know. If we're in the Harry Potter universe, this is not Harry Potter. <laughs> they um, could be bringing him back for one day. They could be... Well, I've I've read about this in a couple other places too. This one really struck a chord with me. Um, it was com- the the multiple people that I that I read talking about it talked about this was a bit darker, uh, yeah, and it's got a more of a serious tone, and that it's a really and this is a unique world. This is a unique concept. Huh. This is actual original content, yeah, as opposed to Toy Story nine and Wreck right. Ralph two and Incredibles five. And hey, Frozen, Pixar four hundred and thirty seven. Remember when Pixar had like cool ideas yeah and i don't know if this i actually oh i didn't check to see if this was pixar or not um but uh i'm really that i think is probably of all the animated stuff they're doing that's the one that i am hands down the most excited if that is pixar that could be a really cool another like universe for them yeah it could be i mean buy more will still be there but or was it buy more no by and large buy more was uh that was chuck yeah Whatever the big and safe, whatever their Costco thing, the one the store that's in all the things, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> last uh, on the animation side was Coco. All right. So 
All right, so Coco deals with. Here's the thing: you can check you can check the teaser trailer out for Coco now. It, the trailer for it came out a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. But the basic idea here is this is a uh, the story takes place in Mexico, and it's around Dia de la Muerta, the Day of the Dead. And so there's this kid oh, yeah. who plays the guitar, and he grabs a hold of the guitar, and when he does, he is magically transported to the land of the dead. Uh, and and put we, the guitar down. Right. Well, the thing is that for in Mexico, Dia de, de la Dia de la Muerta is not a like Halloween scary thing it's spooky and stuff but the point isn't to scare you it's supposed to be more connection with your past yeah it's like stuff. a celebration so, of the dead it's, right so you like party with the dead kind of yeah so that's weird that part is cool however there's this movie called book of life mm-hmm. yeah and book of life came out not too terribly long ago and dealt with a lot of the same stuff now we've only got and a then t-shirt. you got that and you got kubo and the two strings and you got kubo and the two strings which Again, kind of dealt with a lot of similar stuff here. So, like with the magic guitar and yeah. yeah. So it's not quite as far as I wouldn't go so far as to say that this is like the the. You remember Kemba the White Lion? Uh-huh. There mm-hmm. was Lion King and Kemba the White Lion, yeah. which was a little bit of a. Yeah, I wouldn't. Say, it doesn't go that far, but it's I don't know. Also, fun fact: and uh, Disney attempted to trademark Dia de la Muertos. Um, as the name of a Pixar film that it had in development, it tried to trademark what something that already exists. The the me- well a Mexican national holiday, right? So uh, that bad like, form. Yeah, l- they didn't get it a little bit. Uh, people so they went for Bastille Day instead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a that was a weird thing that they did. But uh, end result here. The the trailer still looks good. I'm still interested in it. Book of Life, for the record, also amazing. The Book of Life is. Just a really, I mean, it's a really unique, really beautiful story. Yeah, and it was done. Um, this this sets them up. To, I'm sorry. Finish. Well, it was done. <laughs> it was done by a Mexican director uh, who actually lives in Mexico and is familiar with Mexican culture. Yeah. So you get something that is a subtle, I guess, in a way. Yeah. In the way and its treatment and its approach, it's a mm-hmm. really fantastic movie and a really great exploration of this tradition. Uh, Disney may pull that off. Disney could Moana this bad boy oh, and Moana do so good. And, and do a pretty decent job at, at really exploring this culture. They have a history of being able to do that. Uh-huh. Um, well, I think Moana is kind of one of the first instances that we've seen of that of like Disney like listening yeah. to the fans, and we we got we kind of got what be we wanted all over again. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, but I mean, but even there, but even also, you want to take a look at something that, was, that required a little more subtlety around mm-hmm. the princess and the frog, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which require. I mean, this is a. I mean, that whole culture there, the 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 bayou, the the, the you know that particular part of the south is a very very unique piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they managed to handle that one. I thought pretty well, but. I well. haven't well, well. Wheaties. Um, so the but I haven't asked I don't know anybody from that region who could speak to more so maybe I was wrong yeah uh, we'll see but yeah or it could go Pocahontas mm-hmm. so or Mulan oh, God both of those movies were so terrible I'd rather watch Frozen oh um, I love Mulan <laughs> yeah don't don't read the history yeah no. I won't but yeah let's get live action before I get upset yes okay. please uh, first of all Mary Poppins returns yay yay so with Lin Lin Manuel Miranda, who yeah, well, is not even on. the top. Not, listen, okay, listen to this cast. Okay, let's hit me. In addition to Lin, to, I mean to, to Lin Manuel Miranda, which yeah. is, I mean, should be enough. Meryl Streep, yep. Okay, Angela Lansbury, yep, and Dick Van Goddamn Dyke. Well, <laughs> but is, rep- is coming back, right? But you didn't even say who's playing Mary Poppins. Oh, and uh, uh, what's her face? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. 
Meryl Streep. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Meryl Meryl Streep. Yeah. Well, anything she touches turns to gold. Right. I mean, it's like, like almost boring at this point. And Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Like, oh, Meryl Streep's so good at everything. I'm just kidding, Meryl. I love you. <laughs> so here's the part where it's weird. Uh, it's a sequel. Okay. Right. And it's around Jane and Michael. The kids mm-hmm. are now grown up and dealing with children of their own. But Dick Van Dyke is obviously going to be old as dirt. Right. Right. And then. Emily Blunt is playing Mary Poppins, so now we've just turned her into this thing that doesn't age? Well, she's a magical being. Right. Okay. I mean, she did ride around on clouds and things, and the, yeah. the umbrella talked to her, and the carpet bag there away was and just, yeah, there was flying. Yeah, yeah. there was flying. Yeah. So her All being right. immortal isn't... And she can't stay anywhere and, and love the children, because she's evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, she fixes... She writes the wrongs, and then she moves on. Yeah. Yeah. She has many other... And leaves them with no psychological damage due to this woman who came into their lives, made everything amazing, showed them magic, and then left them in the mundane world <laughs> alone for the rest of their lives. Well, the world, yeah, she's awesome. The world yeah. is mundane. Totally cool. She's magic. <laughs> right. Well, I'm struggling with this now. Yeah. Anyway. Mary uh, Poppins is evil. <laughs> Check it out. Leave but, it to Dan to ruin everything. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great, Dan. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I'm a little thrown off by this. I thought this was going to be a reboot. Like, if you were oh, going to... No, no, no. But there were a lot of other books. I mean, Mary Poppins comes from a, a novel originally, yeah. mm-hmm. and there were other novels there, and so they're picking up one of the other novels in yeah. the Mary Poppins. So there's, there's still, I guess, going back to your, to your same source material. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't know. This one's got me a little concerned. The cast, I love. The setting, I'm going to need to wait and see what we've got. Well, to me, it's like uh, we're rebooting something from such a long time ago. It's I don't know. It feels weird I'm, to pick I, it up again. It feels weird it. to pick it up again because it, I, it doesn't, again, it's like the Toy Story thing. Like, it doesn't hold up. And and children of this generation aren't going to, like, we're, we're old enough that we're kind of like, ugh, why do we need to see Mary Poppins again? And then children are going to be like, ugh, I don't even know what this is. Yeah, and it's I mean, not exactly relevant to the, like the the style of fiction that is popular right now. And I'm not knocking Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is is a groundbreaking movie, first of all, because of sure. the, the crossover between live action and animation. Amazing, and those dance numbers. Yeah, the yeah. music. There's it's a, timeless, absolutely. and you know they're going to have all of those things incorporated in this. Maybe they have to. We'll see. It's not a Mary Poppins movie if you don't. Yeah. We'll see. Well, yeah. So I'm waiting for a preview, but. Well, and the Broadway musical has been doing really well. But that's Broadway. Is it based on the original? Yes. Okay. That's well, not a movie. Yeah. Step in time. <laughs> uh, speaking of step in time. Hey. hey. Wrinkle in time. Uh. I'm not proud of that. I'm not, I'm not happy with that one at all. So <laughs> Wrinkle in time. I read Wrinkle in time back in high school or maybe middle school. Did you guys ever read it? I no. So. I might have. Okay. I actually, like, I know what the title is, but can you just give me a quick... I can't, actually. What is it? <laughs> um, it's... So, the, the... Well, okay, the trailers come out for this one, too, and you should absolutely check out the trailer. Oprah's in it. <laughs> Oprah. Okay. Motherfucking Oprah is in this movie. <laughs> uh, so... That's just that's huge. I mean, that's yeah. Like, does no, that mean I mean that you get a ticket and you get a free ticket and actually, you get a free they, ticket. Everyone gets free tickets. They actually did a bit when she was on stage at D twenty three, and she yeah, announced that she everyone, everyone reached for their seat. Yeah, everybody gets a poster. Yeah, and you get a poster. She actually interrupted them to go. You get a poster. You get a poster. And, did and her co stars were like, "Oh my god, she did the thing. She did the thing. So it's she's doing the thing. Yeah." And then Tom Cruise was jumping up down on the couch, and that's the whole thing. <laughs> so uh, if I were Oprah, I would just bring Tom Cruise with me everywhere. Why wouldn't you to jump up and down on the couch? So the uh, the, so the the I have I haven't read this book in twenty years easily, 
And I, I'm debating going back and rereading it. I did this that for uh, when The Great Gatsby came back out. Mm-hmm. I uh, read The Great Gatsby in high school and hated it. Me too. And then what? when the movie, oh my god, oh I did, I despised it. So when the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio came out a couple several years ago now, uh, I picked back up the book and was like, all right, well let me try to read this again. And it's I amazing. It. No, it was amazing. I it was phenomenal, one of the best books I've ever read. I now get it. He did everything um, for Daisy. But but high school Al was like. I don't see any wizards. I don't see any dragons. I don't see any <laughs> knights. I don't yep. see any kings. Fair yep. enough. Well, and I actually, we got, I got into a, I would get into a fight with my English teacher because my English teacher's like, well, every time you see the color green, it symbolizes this. I'm like, no, it does not. You are making shit up to be able to give us to quit. Now I'm like, oh my God, every time the color green shows up. So, uh, anyway, so I, with Wrinkle in Time, I think I may have to go back and reread this before the movie. But what they're basically saying is this is about a little girl and her brother who are going searching for their dad who has done something to be able to cross uh, distances in ridiculous amounts of time, like like millions and millions of miles, like a speed of light. This is sounding sure familiar, and now I think I have read this. Um, the, one, I, the one thing I recall from this book very clearly was there was a discussion with one of the characters, like Oprah's character, one of the other ones that she meets, uh, who says who talks her through the dimensions. Okay. And it was the first time that I ever read this idea of they talk about the first dimensions you know, for the first three dimensions, you know, which are the normal ones: height, width, depth, and then or height, length, depth. Excuse me. And then it says, well, "What would the fourth dimension be?" And she considers, and she says, "Time." And mm-hmm. I had never considered that. Like my little brain had never once. And <laughs> well, my brain, I mean, it's a, it's a unit of measurement right no it makes makes sense but my little brain just exploded (laughs) uh and then she gets like the fifth sixth and seventh dimensions and all of this really interesting like brain melting stuff for my little brain Mm -hmm. uh so i'm really curious to go back and read it and see if it was any good it wasn't a long book it was like um it's actually shorter than the great gatsby okay so i may have to go back and take a look but the but the preview that has already come out the preview looks gorgeous Mm -hmm. yeah um, it, cinematography, the art, the the style just looks amazing. It's got a nice fantasy tone to it, uh, and and but there's still you, the, the the actress. They're usually, you know, I'm always a little hesitant with kid, with child actors, right? Uh, but this one looks like she can bring it. Uh, also, Oprah. So also Oprah. Also, an Oprah man. That's yeah. Okay. Here we go. We're still moving here. We're still moving, folks. You still with me? Oh, yeah. You see, when we get like eight listeners in this one, everybody bails on this earlier. This was your fault, people. This, you wanted You all wanted this. This is what you asked for. I was just going to do highlights. Instead, I spent hours reading about D23. <laughs> all right. So, live action remakes. Here's the ones that are happening. Mulan is definitely happening. We have confirmation on that one. Aladdin is definitely happening. Will Smith is confirmed as the genie. You, oh, I now, like that. We talked about this weeks and weeks yeah. ago. We were way ahead of the curve on this guy, but... Now they finally confirmed what we already knew. So Will Smith is a genie. I'm again. I'm still 100 percent down for it. You weren't going to put in a traditional comedic actor not to follow Robin Williams. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> like you know, you did not go away. Will Smith, you're going to have a completely different treatment on the character. Okay. Now, now, now you're allowed to make the movie. Yeah. Also, I also would have accepted Kevin Hart. Jim Carrey. No. No. Ew. No. Ew. He could have done it. No, no. It, it would have been too, it would have been he, too no, close. No, it would have ruined everything. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I, I, will, I will go ahead and proclaim this now. I, I'm not a fan, so. Ooh. I'm down with Will Smith, though. I think Will Smith works. Uh, yeah. But Kevin Hart, I think, would work, but not like Will Smith. Will Smith yeah. is going to bring a cool factor to it yeah. that I think is going to be. <gasps> why, yeah. didn't, why didn't anybody reach out to Sinbad? Because nobody's that's reached two. out to Sinbad no, in like 20 years. That's two. It could have been. That's two. <laughs> Wait, that's not, it wasn't even a pun. I don't care. It was sh- like Shazam all over again. Or was it Kazam? Shazam? Kazam. 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 Shazam was Shaq. Yeah, and that's 
bringing that up is why you're at two. <laughs> Which really, Shaq, worst casting for the genie. <laughs> okay. That actually would be much, much worse. Yeah. I would rather see Jim Carrey doing a one-man show <laughs> yeah, uh, right? of Aladdin than... Uh, also, Jungle Cruise, the movie? Stupid. <sighs> Stupid. You say Stop that. Dis- Stupid. Stop at Disney. St- but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say something that's going to make you reconsider it. Uh, starring The Rock. Because, uh, of course... <laughs> Yeah. I'm, s- I'm just saying, okay, that's look, obviously, that's just a obviously Pirates was a, a hugely successful movie based off of an attraction. Right. But do we remember the Haunted Mansion movie, everyone, yeah. with Eddie Murphy yeah, they're and actually the steaming remaking. pile of garbage that that was? There's a lot of rumors they're remaking that, too. I, no, that's that. The, there's like confirmed rumors that they're oh, remaking confirmed, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, why try again? You already ruined it the first time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that Jungle Cruise is also getting... Uh, <sighs> I don't know why. Uh, Star Wars. Which, which you're, are you excited about it? Are whoa, you whoa, excited whoa. about the Jungle Cruise? Did no. you move on without mentioning Lion King? There was not. I didn't see anything but Lion King at D20. Oh, they did. I, oh, it wasn't in my notes. Zazu. Zazu uh, <gasps> yeah. has been. They've been having a lot of casting issues. They didn't, they didn't bring up. They, they only mentioned Lion King in passing during D23, mm-hmm. so it didn't make my notes. But we do have confirmed that John Oliver of uh, yes. Last Week Tonight and The Daily Show is playing Zazu. So wait, but like, are we yeah. Lion King? Live action, Live action. remake. What? How? What? How? Same way that they did Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. So not li- uh, actually live action. It's probably not. Oh, and yeah. Jungle Book was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm on board. And John Oliver I'm obviously should play that. The second I read that, I'm like, yes. Yeah, that's perfect. I'll stop, being, I'll stop being so skeptical, but I love Disney and I want them to not ruin my and childhood. Have you so. seen the Broadway musical version of Lion King? I have not. It's I have not. And I've, it's amazing it's, with, with just people walking around with headdresses. Yeah. Basically. All right. Yeah. We're going to keep going here, guys, because we've... Yeah. We've still got more to cover here. Let's go. Uh, so uh, if you were hoping for a bunch of news around Star Wars, tough. There was little <laughs> to nothing here. My hunch here is that this is going to be San Diego Comic-Con. I think we're going to get mm-hmm. some a bunch more stuff there. Yeah. There was a big panel, and they teased a couple things, but no no real news I mean, we know, at no all. Trailer, we know that like Star Wars pack. Land is happening. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. We're not there yet. Don't you jump ahead. But they didn't give us a trailer. They only gave no. us like a, a also, featurette. I would also right. like to point out that Al doesn't show me the notes before the show, which is why I'm all over the place. No, yeah. it's, <laughs> I, we're going in. I gave you the order. Uh, it was an hour and a half ago when I started going through <laughs> no, C23. So up next, Marvel. Uh, there was a, a teaser. There's a bunch of teaser. There was a, they, they, they revealed the teaser. And the teaser opens with Thor asleep. Uh, hurtling through space and eventually crashing into the Milano, which is the Guardian of the Galaxy's ship. So that I'm I'm betting that's how Ragnarok ends. Which, by the way, in the comic books is just called ship. Yeah, well, that's because Chris Pratt wasn't running it. Uh, Do you know why it's called the Milano? Why? Because Star Lord's had a crush on Alyssa Milano. Right. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, Thor crashes into the Milano. Uh, and that's how he meets the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm guessing that's how we'll start off with the rest of the stuff. Yeah. So, uh, and then they showed a fight scene. Here's my here's the the only thing that I think they can only way they could really screw up this movie is if this comes down to a punch fest between Thanos and everybody else. Yeah. That's that's really the thing that they can't do. Yeah. But there was a teaser, a part of this teaser thing that and it's hard to kind of break it down. Cause a lot of people have been talking about it different ways, but there's a moment where it looks like, uh, Thanos throws an asteroid or maybe the moon at earth. Mm. Oh, that's okay. First of all, the ocean's going to freak out. Do right. we know? I, the moon controls the tide. Everyone. Right. I don't, 
I, I think <laughs> there, that, are, that was, there are much more severe implications, I think, if the moon <laughs> smashes <laughs> over to the Earth <laughs> than the tides. Then, yeah, the surfing I conditions, the surfing forecast will not Wait be Wait a minute, maybe that's about. how we're going to tie in the Marvel Universe to Geostorm. <laughs> we are not. It's that Thanos throws the moon. So... <laughs> It may have been an asteroid. It was kind of hard to tell, but he had the glove with a couple of the stones and he's oh, the, uh, the infinity stones. And he throws he had the what? large. The, uh, the gauntlet. The, the glove? The infinity glove. Dude, I have been picturing going... him throwing the moon with like a pitcher's glove. <laughs> like a baseball mitt. Yeah. Look. <laughs> with some infinity stones yeah. in it. None of you read the 800 pages worth of D23 crap. <laughs> you give me a break here. Uh, so that was what they did. Um, it needs to be more than a punch fest. So there we go. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's all your movies. That's the long piece. The rest of this goes much quicker. Okay. Does it? Yes. Okay. Do you have a section on attractions in there? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, we're getting to it. I Chill get, out. Yeah, video games. The only real big video game news that I think is really important is Kingdom Hearts 3. So yeah. I have always wanted to play the Kingdom Hearts games. These only, however, came have out Have you from, not? No. Oh, I was, you were not a PlayStation person. No, I was, I was okay. Xbox, man. I was Nintendo and I was Xbox. Oh, you should really. Sega and Sony. Somebody, somebody donate your original PlayStation to Al so that he can play Kingdom Hearts because that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. The Kingdom Hearts games looked amazing. What? So if you're not familiar with the Kingdom Hearts games, allow me to elaborate. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts are basically like an RPG, like a Final Fantasy-esque RPG right. with a bunch of anime characters and Disney characters. Yeah. Right. So, like, you literally run around. Like, in Final Fantasy 3, you meet people and you bring them along with you. You do the same thing in Kingdom Hearts, but you bring along literally Goofy and Donald yeah. with you. Uh, and, and so Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to involve the whole Disney pantheon. And there's an entire part of the story that takes place in the Toy Story universe. So you I come out. Like Toy Story. <laughs> you come out in Andy's room. This actually looked amazing. You know you, what? This is why they can Disney Infinity. For Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, because that was the cross-platform thing where it was, you had Star Wars, you had no. Marvel, you had everything. No, I think no this not is... for Kingdom Hearts. Are you throwing out crack theories now? Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is. No, this is... That's what this is. So, uh, but anyway, so you start out in Andy's room, and then you end up fighting in the front lawn, because apparently they don't care any more than the movie does about whether or not people see you, and <laughs> then they end up at a toy store, and, they're, and the battle takes... But it looks really interesting and really cool, and I, everything I've seen about Kingdom Hearts 3 just looks awesome. So I really want it to go. I really want to play... That's so bad. Uh, other we'll, games... We'll, we'll get you to play it. Don't other we? games that it came out that are worth mentioning, the Marvel Power United... Uh, VR. It's a first-person multiplayer action virtual reality game that takes place across the Marvel Universe. Of what platform is this? I uh, don't know, but there's going to be demos at San Diego Comic-Con. So we'll be at a Comic-Con next week. So nice. we'll see what goes on, and we'll let you know if there's anything worth mentioning there. There also is a Star Wars Jedi Challenges, which is an augmented reality game. Nice. Uh, so you still wear a helmet, like mm-hmm. a little visor, like yeah. VR helmet thing, and they and the in the in the little teaser thing, uh, they don't show any footage, but she puts on a VR helmet and then she picks up the the lightsaber handle, and that's what, as much as you get. So we'll see what that has to do. I'm confused because typically that doesn't sound like augmented reality. Augmented reality plays out most popular, most most commonly in something like Pokemon Go. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. So you don't usually you need like a full headset for that, but uh, maybe you do. So that like one just said, the the <laughs> Pokemon Go that super successful game. <laughs> that well, they still made. Well, no, it like, was for like a month. They're trying to come back, man. They're trying to do it. Um, and uh, that one said coming soon. I thought it said coming in July, but it is July, so yeah. I'm guessing not. Uh, so that's all the video game stuff. Parks and resorts. Okay. Yay! This is the part that <laughs> I really want to talk about. <laughs> 
Well, tough because we're at like an hour now. So we're going. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So Star Wars Land will officially be called Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Cool. Galaxy's Edge. We so like there's that. that first piece. Yay. Uh, the details and the of the they basically did this really expensive diorama yeah. that nobody was allowed to get closer than three feet to mm-hmm. uh, that showed what it was going to look like and it looks amazing. We can actually see it if you look on our show notes. Uh, it's the picture that's up there. It's now, a I want to I want to I want to point something out here though that I think is really important. What's that? The part that makes Harry Potter so successful at Universal from a park attraction standpoint mm-hmm. is not just the details they put in, but when you look up. You only see Harry Potter. Right. When you're yeah. in there, you're completely immersed in right. Diagon Alley. You, you cannot or see. Or Hogsmeade or whatever right. section of the park that you're in. Exactly. You can't see the Rip Ride Rocket Roller Coaster. You yeah. can't see sure. uh, any, anything else. Yeah. So, it's total, total, uh, total immersion. Right. So I'm assuming Disney's going to do that. But what it looks like is they've got like kind of this generic backdrop that runs along behind it. Um, now, and- what worries me about that is are they going to are they going to build something or are they just going to drop one of those maybe they just butted up right up against pandora yeah maybe because they're doing that uh it, it looks like no, a similar this is, background no this isn't going to be part of pandora's part of animal kingdom this yeah. is right. going to be part of hollywood studios right oh, that's true that's what makes hollywood or is it its own park no no it's, 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 it's part, part of hollywood studios, studios yeah. right yeah um so they're gonna have to do i'm sure they're going to do something but well, they, yeah. they certainly didn't outline it there and that was the one thing that i'm really looking for and i'm really curious about as far as the that particular i just part don't want to do aesthetic. a cheap backdrop like they did in the other section of hollywood studios when they had like that the new york like on the streets of new york and then they had yeah. that like, really cheap new york streets i sincerely doubt it um, Harry Potter re- I mean, set the bar up. Yeah. And well, from- Universal in general has really set the bar for Disney, and so now Disney's like coming for him, right? Yeah. Hard. Um, right, and so and Disney's about to show up, and by all accounts, Pandora is just breathtaking. Mixed reviews. I've I've heard a lot. Of oh, really? Mixed My- reviews. Our, yeah. uh, our I've heard that it looks really cool, but ha- it's maybe not that fun. Have any of us been yet? No, but no? Forrest, one of our regular regular guests, has. Yeah, uh, and he 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 talked it up quite a bit. He really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so uh, up next, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is coming to Epcot, replacing Ellen's Universe of Energy, which I'm very sad about. But at the same time, they're in Disneyland. They replaced Tower of Terror yeah. with the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and I was like, "Oh my god, are they doing that here?" And they're not, which is really exciting. Well, they're still replacing Tower of Terror here. What? No. What with what? Stop. I don't know. I forget what they said. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't, think, I don't know if they've announced it yet, but they announced 100% that they're closing Tower of Terror here at, at, at Disney World. My childhood is dead, and I'm very old. Oh, well. Uh, so, Welcome to the club. The next piece here, Shanghai Disneyland. Uh, I was just, this was just interesting, so I thought, it was, oh, no, I'm sorry, this does come back here. Uh, most popular ride is Tron's Light Cycle Power Run is coming to Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, they're replacing the Tomorrowland Speedway, that horrible right. ride with the horrible cars that you can't steer you know, on the horrible tracks. To, to quote Forrest, as we were discussing this, Tomorrowland's been looking a little yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, but imagine, imagine Forrest saying That's it. Great. He sounds cooler when he says things. Um, so, well, so here's the thing about that because, and you know, and I was having a conversation with, uh, Sarah, who we had on for the mummy episode, and we were uh-huh. talking about this. She worked for Disney forever. She was actually a skipper on, uh, Jungle Cruise. She, you know, lived and breathed and bled Disney for a very long time. And the, the whole point of Tomorrowland is it, it, it's meant to be kind of like the tomorrow from yesterday's eyes. And so putting Tron in Tomorrowland throws off the whole theme of Tomorrowland. Well, the concept of Tomorrowland doesn't work anymore is what I'm going to tell you. That's your opinion and you're well, entitled to that. If they're gonna, they need to update Tomorrowland. Yeah. 
and they can't update Tomorrowland with yesterday's view of tomorrow. <laughs> that just doesn't track all that well. Like I'm with you. I think Tomorrowland should just be full of like skippets and right. well, and and to be fair, it, it was supposed to be Walt's view of tomorrow. Yeah, right. you know, and there's a certain nostalgia that comes along with that too. With sure, old time right. future. Sure. Stuff. And the Carousel of Progress, you know, yeah. Yeah, listen. was featured at the World's Fair, and it's so nostalgic, and it's so... Uh. By the way, in an interview on May 23rd, Walt Disney World's Lauren Holt was asked whether or not they were going to be replacing Tower of Terror with Guardians of the Galaxy like California. She replied, I haven't heard whether or not we've been asking and waiting, and I really hope so. Everyone loves Guardians of the Galaxy. Who doesn't love Chris Pratt? So there's your answer. But Tower of Terror is such a great ride. I heard Tower of Terror was still closing. Every week, we actually talked about it on this show uh, that they were closing Tower of Terror. That's yeah. the only reason I know that. Yeah, because I don't keep up with. But I think that, at that point it was still a rumor. Mm. Uh, in other news, the Hotel New York in Disneyland Paris will be rethemed into a Marvel hotel. And then an immersive, we are so covered this so long ago. Mm-hmm. Everybody was freaking out about the Star Wars Hotel coming to Walt Disney World, which we covered, what, two months ago, three months ago? Yeah. Okay. So, okay, now we're saying. What up, what up? Simpsons did it. What up, what up? I'm just saying, we were there. For your sake, did it. First. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and then the last big piece here Toy Story Land officially got an opening window in summer of 2018. What about Ratatouille? It doesn't make sense. Oh, Ratatouille uh, is coming to Epcot, right? Yeah. Already, it's, they're, they're playing. A ride, a show? What is it? Paris. What are we doing? They're, yeah, they're like redoing the whole Paris area with Ratatouille theme. And I guess a ride, I would imagine. <gasps> oh, no. They're going to take out the Paris movie now, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. Is the Paris movie from 1974? They should probably. have taken Eiffel Tower as part of it, too. <sighs> it's going to be fine. Yeah. No, uh, it's not. I'm very sad. Yeah, well, You'll be able to drink your way around it, so it'll be fine. Exactly. As long, like okay. <laughs> as long as they don't take the alcohol away from Epcot. They're not. Nobody's taking the alcohol away from Epcot. Give me the booze. Okay. So that is 90% of D23. All right. We did it, guys. <sighs> All right. It's going to be like a freaking marathon episode here. Now let's get into the controversial stuff. Yeah. Oh, boy. It doesn't um, have to be controversial. Well, no. We got Whoopi followed by Doctor Who for our B-roll. So it's going to yeah. get controversial from here on out. Yeah. So Whoopi was named a Disney legend. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what qualifies you as a Disney legend. I didn't have time to look it up. Uh, she was a hyena? She was a hyena. Okay. I mean, I don't <laughs> was. I guess that's legendary. Oh. What was her name? I don't remember the hyena's names. She, she's, she, she, I don't care. Here's <laughs> the thing. She was named a Disney legend, and so she got to do her little press bump uh, for it. And so what she said was, with her, with her, uh, with her, her particular audience here, she said that they feel like they should bring back Song of the South. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I always thought that it was weird that they banned it, like, right around the time that they opened Splash Mountain, which was kind of yeah, so themed around it. Let's, yeah. let's go back and do a quick history lesson for those of you who were not born uh, in the early 80s <laughs> yeah. or, before. or before. So Song of the South originally came out in 1946. Yeah. The setting here is a Reconstruction Era South. Mm-hmm. So we're just we're, – we're, Reconstruction is the area directly after, Civil, after the Civil War. Uh, Andrew Johnson, who after Lincoln was shot, becomes president and uh, basically wrecks the country. And <laughs> I need to be very clear here. I, I want to be very clear, and I know this is a controversial statement. When everybody talks about who the worst U.S. president of all time is, uh-huh. I'm going to tell you, as a guy who has studied history decently, Andrew Johnson is actually the worst president in American history, bar none. Guys, bar none. Al has a degree in history. So. What about the uh, one who died 31 days in? Uh, didn't manage to do that much damage. Well, I mean, yeah. he, just, Andrew he Johnson, just died. That doesn't make him the worst. Like, he just yeah. died. That, Andrew, was, that was Taft? No. Who was that? It doesn't matter. The point here is Andrew Johnson 
wrecked the country uh, and put race relations back at least another 60 to 100 years. Yeah. Uh, so he was terrible. Yes. But anyway, so 1946 is when this movie comes out, and it is still at a time before political correctness has even been thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is long so, before the civil rights uh, movement. Yeah, yeah, we're still yeah we're still 20 years out from the, from the civil rights movement. Yeah. Uh, so the idea here, though, is that there's two rich little white kids, yep. and they uh, run away from home, mm-hmm. and they end up uh, at Uncle Remus's cabin. Yes. Now, Uncle Remus is a former slave who is now living in a tiny hovel mm-hmm. not too far off of the property where he was probably a slave at. I think I'm sure. trying to remember. The, I've seen the movie vaguely recently. See, I've never seen it. Um, We've never been able to find a copy of it. You can find bootlegged versions of it some places. They actually sell it overseas, which is important, and we're going to come back to it yeah. in a second. Yeah. Uh, so Uncle Remus tells them this animated story about uh, the life and the Br'er Rabbit and whatever. The things that you personally, dear listener, already know from Song of the South is zippity doo mm-hmm. zippity doo came from Song of the South. Uh, so did uh, Br'er Bear and Br'er Rabbit mm-hmm. uh, and a whole bunch of other, any, pretty much all of Splash Mountain, as, as, as producer Dan alluded to, mm-hmm. all of that comes out of Song of the South. So uh, the, it was last released in theaters in 1984. I actually remember going to see it. I I think it was probably one of my very first movies. I went and saw Song of the South in theaters, mm. actually at the uh, Renaissance Center. Oh yeah, where, yeah. Before the Altamont Mall had a movie theater, before I four was like I was like a two lane road. At that I point. always forget that you were born and raised Orlandian. Oh yeah, oh, born yeah. and raised. So right off of four thirty six across from the mall, there was the Renaissance Plaza. <laughs> probably not even called that at that point, but there was a movie theater there, and I went and saw Song of the South. I remember mm-hmm. it very clearly. Um, that was the last time. You couldn't find it. You can't find it on DVD. Yeah. You can't find it in theaters. None of that. There's no Disney re- re-releasing. Um, and they banned it because it's about a guy reconstruction south and a black dude and muffled kind of There's a character now, called Tar Baby. Now, which yes. is which is again. So you, so you bring up the point of it, it's it's not it's in you know it's in the era before the civil rights movement. Right. It's not very politically correct. It was. I think we go beyond politically correct to just flat out racist. Yeah, Yeah. it's it. You know, there there are obviously some heavily racist themes. However, I I think that it's important, and and so I you know the whole point of the story is Whoopi Goldberg is saying, hey, I think we need to bring this movie back. The fact that you bring up that it was made, the movie was made before the civil rights movement started, and it does have a, a starring role of a black man. I think that's important. Who teaches, for, by the way, yeah. little white kids, mm-hmm. uh, some valuable lessons. I think that's important for that yeah. time period. I think that that it alone is a very important historical piece. That that actor needs to be recognized as you know right. ha- having the, su- the success that he had in that time period. Well, and so the other thing that Whoopi brings up here is the uh, uh, speaking of things that Disney would rather we didn't think about <laughs> uh, in Dumbo. There are these crows. Yep, the Jim there. Crows. Yeah. The Jim Crows yep. that sing songs and things, and I, I, she would like that. She would like that. She wants that. She wants the merchandise for them to come back. She wants to bring yeah. that back up. They sing the most famous song from Dumbo uh, when I see an elephant fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she says we should be bringing these back up. This should be a part of our discussion. We need to acknowledge what these things are and are not, and mm-hmm. the, and there and and. and not trying to pretend that they don't exist. Right. Uh, most of the early Disney animation and, and, and storytelling was based on vaudeville and and minstrel shows, which were again what we would. I mean, what today would just be considered flat out racist. Yeah. A lot of them didn't have malicious intent. 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, kind of to pull out the history nerd in me for another minute, uh, it is important when looking at something from the past to view it through the lens of the past. Mm-hmm. It's easy just to scream, they were all a bunch of racists, but we have to understand what was going on at that time and look at it through their eyes. Right. There were malicious, evil, racist people uh, in the 1940s, but the folks who created Song of the South probably weren't among them. Right. Um, they were doing what was, a pro- for the time, a fairly empowering piece. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. It's a social that commentary. Quali- right. It's unfortunate that qualified as empowering, but yeah. it kind of was for the time. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I think this is the issue with, with, with PC culture in general is that we can't just start burying things and pretending like they don't exist because they make people uncomfortable. Which, is, which brings me back to the other point. Song of the South is still available overseas. Right. You can still get it. They're still so it's not. <laughs> so like, we're so we're so worried in America about it being controversial and racist. Yet we're going to let the rest of the world portray America as right. that without us being able to right own it and defend it. Right, which I think isn't a great move for Disney. I right. think it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't look good on Disney. No. If Disney's embarrassed about it and wants to pretend it never happened, then that's one thing. I don't know if I agree with it, but that's fine. Everyone was on vacation. Um, yeah, <laughs> we were invited. Um, there was, a, but it's a whole different thing to just not sell it here and then sell it overseas. Yeah, that's just kind of. Uh, yeah, um, you think it, it would, you think it would be the other way around? You think that we would keep it here and be like, no, 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 don't show everybody else it, that? And yeah. it would be that's so not- simple because they have one of their main attractions, Splash Mountain, is themed after this. Yep. All they need would need to do is add a little bit more theming to go with the parts that they cut out, basically. And to do a DVD release, yeah, yeah, and I, Good I don't, deal. I don't know that I don't know that it's going to happen. But I thought it was a pretty interesting comment uh, and a pretty interesting take. So I wanted to, we wanted to, to cover that with you guys. Since I was told to cover all of D twenty three, yeah, <laughs> so I covered it all. Yay! God, we're in an hour eight minutes, and now we're getting to B roll. <laughs> Uh, okay, we, <laughs> we make, didn't even review a movie today. This is great. We can be, we can make B roll really short and simple. I doubt it. Okay. They announced a new doctor. It's a girl. Yay. Okay. So a couple of <laughs> things. First, uh, we need to announce the winner of our uh, uh, gift. Of our gift contest. Which our thank gift you. Contest. Thank you guys so much for participating. Y'all in this. blew this, that thing up. This like, was yeah. fun. I got like five votes for the uh, for what to do about D23. So, it's, so if you didn't vote, and you were tired of that. It's your own fault. You should have voted. <laughs> um, I even paid to boost that post too. Like I spent, mm. I spent actual money on that damn. Oh, thing. I didn't boost the gift contest. <laughs> no, at you all. didn't, and it got all of the responses. All of the responses. So what we did was we we posted this morning saying uh, post your reaction to the uh, announcement of Jody Whittaker as the thirteenth Doctor, and we'll we're, we we picked our favorite one to share on the show. There was some debate, but uh, the winner. Do you want to you, you that? Yeah, the winner. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, and give this one to Michael Grasso. For the Chuck Norris approves gif, it was good. Yeah. Uh, it was a it was a good, it was good. Uh, it was good. dodgeball reference. Everyone loves Chuck Norris. It made me chuckle. Uh, you want to go three? You want three? <laughs> I think that was three. Yep. Now you're muted. Oh, help! So uh, I wanted to give a couple. Of, I need to give a couple other shout outs here uh, on them too because there was just a couple that were phenomenal. Uh, Christopher Collins for the M Bison one. I <laughs> that was my strong yeah. preference here, but I. Uh, I got voted down. I also loved, uh, she actually ran and filled in for uh, producer Dan. Uh, Emily's Emily's one about... Uh, Feeding the trolls. Yeah, like just, just laughing as the trolls When lag. you see the trolls come out. Uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. But there was a lot of really good ones here. So we want to thank you guys for the participation. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do more of those because that... Uh, 
That was pretty cool. Honorable mention to Scott Horn for the Colbert gift just because it's his birthday. So yeah. happy birthday and thanks. Oh, for happy the gift. birthday, Scott. Yay. Yay. He'll be on in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh all right. So now that that part being done, let's let's talk about let's talk about Doctor Who here real quick. Let's because uh, you know what we haven't talked about Doctor Who are we, I don't, are in we gonna quite do, some time. Can oh. we can we just do a quick little re, little little talk about Doctor Who this uh, past season? Are we gonna are we gonna go spoilers? Why not? Um, okay, so we're two weeks out. Okay, so no uh, no 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 we're not doing spoilers. No, we're not doing spoilers because I want to talk about this, and if folks haven't gotten a chance. To watch it, I don't want to ruin that. I want to, I want to have this conversation real quick. All right, no spoilers. So no spoilers here. But but has has everybody seen the season? This I year? I finally finished it last night. Yeah, and it was I think one of my favorite seasons of Doctor Who. It's really. good. I mean, some of Tenet stuff probably edges it out. Hmm. Y'all know that I have not. Not a Whovian. I'm not a Whovian. Okay, so I don't think she's seen it. Not okay. not oh. for not for lack of. But yeah, yeah, I've told. I think I've told my story in the past before, where when everybody was like, "You need to watch Doctor Who," I started from like the beginning, the beginning. Oh, like the like the 60s. Yeah, and then I was oh, just don't. like, "Oh, I can't do this." No. And then they were like, "No, no, no, certain like 2000 whatever." Eight. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's worth going back and checking out. I mean, I, I really love it's it. It's on my list of all of the things that I need to watch. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to watch all all of the geeks. She's gonna come in one day and be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you, you guys have you heard gonna, about this?" It's gonna be great because one week she's gonna come in and scream about Chris Eccleston, and then the next week she's like, <laughs> "But David Tennant," and then she's gonna weep for <laughs> a week. <laughs> the girl who waited, and then uh, <laughs> and then she'll geek out and crush on Matt Smith for a while, uh-huh. and then she'll remember that Capaldi's not your boyfriend. That's right. So good. Okay. Capaldi is my favorite doctor. I'm so confused he of just, all the things that you're saying. Which he, which uh, do, which doctor was the was um what's his face in Harry Potter? Uh, that was David Party. Tennant. Yeah, okay. that was it was like actually him. the Don't Blink. Uh, one of our one of our yeah, su- yeah. submissions was the Don't Blink. That's him. Yeah, uh, and he is most people's favorite doctor. And I ain't mad at you if you pick him. He's I definitely have a hard a time choosing. I just I like them all. Oh no, Capaldi's got my Capaldi's probably my favorite. Though. He's oh so good. So anyway, so uh Jodie Whittaker though has been officially announced as the thirteenth doctor. Yep. Uh she is the first female doctor, but not the first female Time Lord. No. They've been hinting at this for quite a while. Yes. Um most notably, uh when the master became Missy. Yeah. And so the master, for those of you who are not Whovians, it was is one of the biggest one of his biggest enemies, like He's the time. he's the only other remaining time lord uh, in the universe. Basically. So because I'm the ignorant one, I get to ask all the questions. Go for it. This so is great. what yes. in the Doctor Who universe? So you went. So there is a female time lord. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who isn't the only time lord that exists. Time lords are well. There's there's most of them are all gone. We'll but just go with gone to but there are a handful. Uh, there's two. There's okay. two that there's we really know about. Okay. And again, yeah. I'm we're we're. We're 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 going to we're going to speak in broad that's, strokes. No, that's fine. Right. Just yeah, I, all I want yeah. is broad strokes. Yeah. I don't need you to. Yeah. I'll watch yeah. it. Just well, I don't I, need you to. Well, it's, it's actually more us talking to each other, so that yeah. we don't geek out no, no, for no. forty five minutes explaining. Talk right. to me. Right, right, right. right. So <laughs> there are effectively two time lords, and time lords are immortal. Yes, and so, but they but they jump into different bodies. They right. take different they forms. Re- they regenerate. They regenerate. Right. Yes. Okay. So there's nothing in this universe that says there's any reason why. A time lord sh- won't regenerate as a Correct. different gender right. than where they and, were before, right? And actually, when Missy first gets introduced, uh, somebody makes a comment about it, and mm-hmm. she says, and it was a beautifully <laughs> line, beautiful line. She says, "Some of us can afford the upgrade." Yeah, uh, <laughs> and zing. Because for a good season or almost a full season, we had this new big bad named Missy, and we didn't know who she was or where she came from or why she was so bad. And then we realized, oh, Missy, Mistress, Master. This is the female version of the master. Oh. 
So the master is actually a bad guy from the sixties who re- who reappeared a couple times in the new series. David Tennant's run. Uh, David during David Tennant's run, okay. and then has come back as 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 Missy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so she. I think she was their first their first touch to see how a female how a female time lord was going to be received. Yeah, and the actress just I wish I, I can't remember her name, but she holy crap blew it out of the water. Yeah, she stole every scene that she was. She didn't just steal the scene she was in. She Michelle stole Gomez, the scene. I want to say. I think I think you're right. Missy sold the scene the scenes directly before and after the ones that she was in. Like <laughs> you just, I mean, she just she was a, a, amazing. One of the best characters that's ever been I've, I've ever seen. Now, do doctors run for multiple seasons, or do we get a new doctor yes. each season? Okay, yeah, they 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 run typically runs a couple seasons, although it can change. Typically two to three years. Okay, right. sometimes four. Um, so that so so we that was the first piece, and then there was a spot where. Uh, there was a point where they ended up where there were more Time Lords. We're not going to get into why, but they <laughs> ended a spot where there's a bunch more Time Lords, and uh, uh, there was a well, the general, and the general was the name of this particular character, mm-hmm. and he was an old white dude, and then he died and came back as a black woman. Huh. Oh, sorry, regenerated and came right. back as a black woman. Yeah. So we were we've they've been dropping hints about this. Yeah. I For mean, a while. Not subtle hints. No, and, and really, there's been the question of do we get a doctor of a different ethnicity first or do we get a doctor oh, of yeah. a different gender first because the doctor's just always been a white dude yeah right okay. and there's no reason i mean he's from a different planet why would he always be an irish scottish or british guy <laughs> right <laughs> right well and the other thing too is i to me the only thing the doctor had to stay was from somewhere in the uk right if they dropped an American doctor, I think that's when I would be like, no, I don't yeah, think that's that the librarians. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want I don't want that. I want, I mean, the, I think he's supposed to be British in yeah. some form or fashion. Yeah. It's, um, it's their show. So Jodie Whittaker most famously was in uh Broadchurch. I mean, if you, if you watch BBC stuff, you've seen her all over the place. Yeah. If well, you haven't, then you probably never heard of her. And this all goes back to the fact that we're not just changing doctors we're changing showrunners. Right. So, like, think CSI, G- Jerry Brockheimer is leaving. Okay. Okay? And we're bringing in a whole new show. We're entering with a whole new style. Okay. When David Tennant was on, we had Russell T. Davies, and he had a very specific style. Yeah. And then in came uh, Stephen, Moffat. Stephen Moffat, and he's got a completely different style. So now we're getting, is it Chris? I don't remember his name. Chebliss or something like that. He, sure. He was a showrunner on uh, Broadchurch. Yeah. And he was a writer under Russell T. Davies. Mm-hmm. So now we've got and Broadchurch, by the way, you can find on Netflix season one of Broadchurch has David Tennant in it, who yeah. also of doctor who was one of the doctors every season. Uh, and um, well, I mean, one of the doctors. Right. So season one of Broadchurch was phenomenal and really interesting. Season two was not. I, I didn't. Nah, I couldn't finish it. Well, they just finished season three, I believe it was. Of Broadchurch, really? Yeah. Ugh. And okay. the, they wrapped it up, and that's why the showrunner is leaving that and coming okay. over here, and now he's bringing her with him. So. Everybody's freaking out because we've got a girl. No, I shake the back. I've seen way more people responding to people freaking out than I've seen people freaking out. Now, that's probably because I don't go into the dark places of the internet. <laughs> well, and um, I, I think the same thing. And I'm usually pretty up on, you know, as a woman, I'm pretty, I'm usually pretty up on this kind of stuff and, and you know, just kind of checking out what the feminists are up to and who's giving us trouble and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I haven't seen a lot of uproar about this. I haven't seen a lot of negativity, but I've seen a lot of people bracing for the negativity. And 
I don't know. I'm of the opinion that like, and and I love this quote that you have up here Mm -hmm. from her. You know, I want, I want to tell the fans not to be scared by my gender. This is a really exciting time. And Doctor Who represents everything that's exciting about change because it literally, from what you're saying, it's a show about things that are constantly changing anyway. Right. And I think that's such a good approach to it is that it's, 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 it's a win for women and that's great. But at the same time, just let it be normal. Let's just not make well, a huge deal out of it because right. why not, why can this actress not portray this character i'm gonna walk a very fine line here okay okay over the last three seasons we've seen a huge arc with our current doctor okay he literally went from being the guy who described his companion as his feeler who feels things so he doesn't have to mm-hmm. right to the point where you know now he's regenerating and he's changed so much that we basically end the season and it's not really a spoiler because they've shown it to media. Uh, he's, he's fighting his regeneration, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to go out. Regeneration is- energy is coming out of him and he's saying no, 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 because he went through such a painful arc. He's yeah. like, I just got to this place and I don't want to start over again. Right. And it's going to be the biggest transition, the biggest change that he's ever had. Yeah. Right. So I think that's kind of cool. But I my I don't have any reservations about the fact that we have a female doctor. My only reservations is the only thing I've seen her in is Morning Mother. Mm. And Broadchurch. What... You know. The only thing I've seen her oh, in yeah. is is um is Black Mirror. The, the episode of Black Mirror yeah. with and, the with the with the you can play back your memories over and mm-hmm. over again. And, and neither one of those really say the doctor to me. So I I'm on the wait and see mode just of of what the what the character is going to be like now. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you too. Um, we, I do want to touch on, on, on one piece here though, on one piece of negativity that came out around her that I, that I did unfortunately come across. Uh, the British tabloids have decided that what they would do is uh, post nudes of her. Yeah. From back oh. when she was, uh, I thought they were classier than us. No, she was, when British she was tabloids? younger, Are she, you kidding me? she no. did some, some, Topless she, scenes and stuff like that. Right. And so they decided to post a bunch of those. Uh, although one of the rags did also post uh, topless photos of of other recent doctors, male doctors. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they at least were like, like all of them. So yeah. I guess that. But that's. But I, think, I think her best approach to that is just to come out and go, yeah, I pose nude. Well, I mean, she did. Was, it was, it was <laughs> on TV. I mean? like, it she was, was a gig. Yeah. It's not. I mean, uh, that, and nobody's even just... really talking much about that. That's about the Because worst. over there, it's not. The page three girl, which was a thing it's, yeah, for a long, it's, long it's time. It's not a thing. So, uh, so that's it. So, but that, that's about the worst that I've been able to see. I mean, I haven't gone looking for bad information, but as I've just Google searched and read through, mm-hmm. I haven't found tons of horrible, evil stuff. So, I've seen some tweets both ways. Sure, I mean, but, I've seen yes, there, you know. but but not. I haven't seen the 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 nastiness. So. Huzzah! The great new, best news here is the, that there's really no news. The worst yeah. that I've seen is like, oh, political correctness spoils Doctor Who. Right. No, you spoil Doctor Who. And I'm assuming at some point <laughs> exactly. I'm assuming at some point they'll never watch it again and it's ruined their childhood. So right. you know, it happens. <laughs> uh, but Jody Whitaker, we hear until for they, sake. until it, she regenerates into Ed Sheeran or something. <laughs> that is actually our post credit show because this show is not long enough. Uh, okay. So that is that's it. Hey, real quick before we roll into shameless plugs, because I know that's what you're about to say. Uh, I was about to say. What, it's almost what? like I can read your mind. I, or you've been on the show before. Uh, what so, are you doing? So I, I gave a shout out to my mother last episode because uh-huh. she told me a very funny story. And so she has offered, committed. This is super lame because I'm like, well, my mom's doing it. So you guys should too. So my mom has 
graciously agreed to donate $20 a month to the Patreon to support her daughter on the cool podcast that she's on. Wow. If I tell a oh. corny joke of my mother's choosing no. per episode. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do you want money? Oh, boy. Yes, we do. All right, so Liz's Proceed. mom, which makes you understand this, Liz's mom, 20 bucks a month if I allow a corny joke now? Yep. Or every episode? Every episode. Oh. It's just one joke. <laughs> Everyone's got a price. Yeah. And we, Al likes to sell out. Al, we have... This we, could be a really great bit, I think. It, <laughs> Liz's mom's jokes right before Shameless Plugs. Oh, God. I think it, it rolls smoothly. And I'm, it's... Um, I'm supportive of this. Okay, I'm down. so so fine. Are you guys ready? S- yeah, totally, totally we're fine. selling out. Are you guys Let's ready? Let's do it. I, I've been wanting to sell out forever, so 20 bucks, I guess, is my price. Go. I know you can't work in fast food all your life. Okay. <laughs> Why do Swedish Navy ships have barcodes on the side? Why? So when they can come back to port, they can Scandinavian. Oh, Somebody give me a rim shot. Uh, <laughs> so you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ service needs. And you know what? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say, Al, you were spot on last week uh, with your Levar Burton reads. Oh yeah, was it? It was good, right? Yeah, it's fantastic. And I just while well, we've been sitting here, my newest one just downloaded. So I'm very happy. <laughs> that yeah, so, yeah. Thanks to Liz's mom for the Patreon support. <laughs> We'll do a joke, a joke an episode. I love you, Mom. If she ever stops supporting, though, that, that, that stops. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like puns, but... She'll run out eventually, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll run out of puns? Oh, Are you kidding? Uh, no. I've known my mother for 29 years. <laughs> she never runs out of puns. Uh, do you have any shameless plugs that you would like to do? It's my birthday this weekend. Happy it's, birthday. Yay. I'd like to shamelessly plug my birthday. Um, as always, you can check out Orlando Roller Derby, Orlando Roller Derby on So wait Facebook. a second, what day this weekend? Sunday. So, like, if they get this podcast on Thursday, and they say, oh my god, it's her birthday, I need to send her a switch, they've yeah. got... They've got time yeah, for two-day shipping, You've even. got time to overnight me a switch for my birthday. Yeah, two-day, even. That's yeah. true, you can yeah. do the two-day shipping. And if anybody yeah. wants to throw in... The SNES Mini, too, because it's just an extra 80 bucks. That'd be super cool, too. Yeah. H- happy birthday. You're getting none of those from me. I know. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but maybe. All right. Uh, <laughs> and and I actually have a real shameless plug other than Roller Derby this week. Oh, I'm week. sorry. I just assumed you talked about Roller Derby. He talked about DJing, and then we move on. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because okay. I, li- I actually listen when you talk, and you're like... Mm, you do what? You do the same plug over and over again. Well, yeah, because I want people to come to my games. August 20th. Bouts. Simran's. B- oh, don't you even oh, school me on my own thing. No. I don't talk to you about What's DJ up? things. Get out of my house. Stay in your lane, son. Stay in your lane. Stop swerving. Uh, See, you made Street Liz come out on the air, and that's not the persona I that I want to. I love it. Anyway, so I'm going to shamelessly plug uh, this new bar that opened up in the Ivanhoe Village called the, the Packy. The Packy? The Packy Bar. So it's a package store. So up north in like Boston, they refer to... Liquor, Liquor stores. stores has the packy and it's a craft cocktail bar and mm. I went there the other night and it was incredible and the bartender is amazing and everyone should go there and have a drink and it's fun and the bartender's name is Jerry and he's great. What's up, Jerry? Right on. All right. I actually am also going to plug alcohol. Yay. Because uh, of course I am. Uh, I went to Bogan's Brewery, which is in Castleberry at the corner of 436 and Redbug, right next to Colorado Fondue. Uh, for those of you who know where the hell that is. So, but the point is, I went into Bogan's, uh, and I found a beer that I will drink. Ooh, like a real, what? 
Like an actual beer. Barely a beer, but still an actual beer. What flavor is the beer, Al? It's not a fruit it's not a fruit beer. It's a light something. It's called the Bow Nine. Okay. Uh and it is a it's whatever the opposite of an IPA is. Okay, so like a Pilsner. So, no. So, so like a Bud Like a Michelob Ultra? Like a I don't know. The point is... It was a Zima with a beer label on it. <laughs> it was a draft, uh, I'll have you know. Oh. And so I... Zima on tap? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I would also be in if they had Zima on tap. But uh, Bulligan's, I really like the Bow 9. It was really good. So if you don't like beer, try the Bow 9. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay. uh, partial credit to uh, Dan Cage, who has been trying to get me to drink beer for I don't know how long. And he's been trying to find one, so he probably deserves partial credit here his attempts to get me to like coffee have not gone as well but the beer thing he's been making steady progress you don't like coffee so uh that was that and i also got to hang out with lola who is their marketing director and uh, manager uh so uh lola's awesome so hi lola and the bow nine really good so i'm gonna keep trying things at bogans because that's a bar that i can uber home from um Like a cheap Uber home. I, say, so. I could Uber there, too. Right. But. Uh, so that's going to do it for us next week. I believe we're covering Valerian, right? Yep. Yes. Through the Valerian. So Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets is going to be a review next week. Uh, we'll also be, by the way, hanging around after the credits for our game. I'm sorry. For our Aims on Thrones review. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> our show just wasn't long enough this week. Uh, and I think it's going to be. Am I missing anything else? By the way, don't listen if you don't want spoilers. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. All of the spoilers. All of the spoilers, all of the spoilers for all, and Thrones. All of the spoilers here. And we'll be doing that every week. So all of our episodes are going to be like nine hours long. Where the hell it is going to be stuck sitting here. Hooray. So that is going to do it for us on behalf of myself, producer Dan. Our technical director is Elijah Leffel. Co-host Liz Ames. Our music is brought to us by Robo Rob uh, with permission from uh, the End Radio Network. Until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, tell them winter came for House Frey. <laughs> It's awkward for us. What is it? The whole gap between the two. Gonna... Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging around after our very, very long episode where we talked about way too much Disney stuff to join us for Ames on Thrones, the segment of the show where Al and Dan have been so gracious to let me geek out about Game of Thrones. Because as you know, before I came on as the co-host of For Geek's Sake, I was the senior Game of Thrones correspondent. True. They have stripped That's me of that true. title. Yes. But I will forever wear that sigil. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I like that. Oh, my nerd runs deep here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, mm-hmm. it was good. It was good use. Uh, good deep. usage. Good usage. Um, so Liz came and asked uh, about doing We've had a lot of requests from different folks about doing an episode-by-episode breakdown of a variety of things. Uh, and so when Liz asked about doing it for Game of Thrones, we said, yeah, so we're going to try that. So um, we're going to be doing this for the next eight episodes, a spoiler-filled discussion following it. Uh, we're going to take turns doing the beat-by-beat. Beat. I get to do it this week, but this is this is Liz's deal. Because Al knows what he's doing. Uh, but I- <laughs> Al is better at faking it, I think, yeah. is really... There's a couple jokes in there. No, no, we're leaving this alone. We're leaving this alone. Don't touch it. Um, so I'm gonna. I get the beat by beat for this particular episode, uh, and I get to talk about all the theories and point out all the little things that happened. Right. Uh. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna read. Yeah. Uh, so we open uh, the cold open. Here is the is uh, Ira at Ira. I, Aria. 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 We're gonna do this thing again, aren't we? Yeah, oh, we are. God. Aria at the uh, Aria. At, Doing her thing in the twins. The twins, yes. yes. She is at. She's at the twins. She is um, there. So she. If we remember, if we remember, we got to back up a little bit from last season, the last episode of the last season. Mm-hmm. Arya Stark kills all Walter of the spoilers. Frey. If you didn't know, uh, uh, do we say all of the spoilers? Yeah. 
Okay. They, they know. Okay, Come so on, get it together, people. So, I mean, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. We're very, we're very happy that you're listening to us. So, Arya kills Walder Frey. Last season, last episode. We know this. Okay. Yes. So our show opens, and we get Walter Frey. Walder Frey giving a feast and being very nice. Which, if you, I mean, that was that was automatically the dead giveaway. Yeah. yeah. Something's up. Ha ha. Dead right. giveaway. Oh, this is I didn't, dead. I didn't so. I, you know, so obviously, you know what's going on. You know, Arya has gone through all of her training. You know that she is a faceless man, faceless person. Although this is our first, this is our first example of her actually, I mean, using it, I Ye- guess. Yes. Since she, no, 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 I guess she, no, she's used no, 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 she used it. She's when she kills Walter Frey, excuse me. She's used yeah, it plenty. Yeah, she's used it a few times, but this is kind of like. I mean, outside of the, outside of the House of Black and White. Well, well her kill, well, yeah, her kill, yeah. Her, yeah, her killing Walter Frey, well. She used, her, she used the mask to kill Walter Frey. Right. Yeah. Right. That's why I was just sort of, okay. I'm so sorry. that was the first example of her using it outside of her, the house of black and white. The house of black and white. And now she's, she's gone full vigilante. She's, she's out. She's off to, f- to fulfill working her destiny her and, and find her vengeance. And no, so, she's more than working on her list. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got like subheadings on that list now. Oh, yeah. Right. So, you know, so she, so we get this, we get this epic, you know, Walter Frey is giving a toast and being, you know, I know we just had a feast, but I'm, I'm doing this to, you know, so why should we not celebrate? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I just, like, the and way he just starts talking about the red wedding, like, it yeah, ain't no like, thing. oh, the red wedding and we killed them all. And it was super great guys. Wasn't the red wedding. So great. Everyone drink your wine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to drink your special my wine. wine that I just got you. <laughs> your special right. wine, the special wine. And by the way, woman, you're not allowed to drink any. Yeah. yeah. None for the girls. None for the girls. None for the ladies. So I mean, if you if you were any kind of intuitive at all, you knew mm-hmm. what was going on. So yeah. what did you did this scene work for you? This scene worked for me so hard. This is everything that I wanted. I mean, we've been waiting ten million years for the season for, right. the, for the season to come back yes. anyway. So and it's actually like two hundred and ninety seven months. And one of the things <laughs> and one of the things that I think that this did for me overall was we saw a drastic uptick in pacing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, now that they've got an end in sight, they're not dragging their feet. They're not. They're no longer concerned about the books, with one notable exception, and we'll get to that. <laughs> we, we, um, we will. And, but yeah, but overall, the pacing here's picked up, which for me is great because it's one of my biggest beefs with Game of Thrones. While it's an amazing show, there's been there, there's several places where I'm like, just get on with it. We right. Been well, and Arya's story in particular. I mean, she spent yeah. so much time last season. The entire season was so frustrating because she was blind. And if you've read the books, you know she has to go through that. But it took an entire season to get through what is really only devoted to a couple chapters in the book. Yeah. And that was incredibly frustrating for me. I understand that it showed a lot of growth on on Arya's character's part, but Ugh, it just dragged. It just yeah. dragged. So so we oh. finally see her do. Doing what we all want to see her do, which is revenge, killing everyone, right? <laughs> just all, of, just all, of just them. all of the murder. So we, um, the, the great part about this piece too. One of the things that I, I really appreciated about this scene um, was the was her, her her Tom Cruise Mission Impossible face rip off moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the delivery there is just perfect. I mean, credit to the actress; she delivered that line, although that whole thing. Just like a stone cold badass, yeah. Um, so and and very much put this in a context of which is interesting, but she specifically says the North remembers, right? And she draws a lot of these things about the North, mm-hmm. um, not just even how Stark, not about her own personal revenge, which is where a lot of these things come from, yeah. But now it's identifying this as an act of the North, right? Um, which I thought was an interesting approach. I thought that was that was a little bit of a different tone for her character. Her character's been very self involved. 
uh, she has her list of people that she wants to kill, not all of which have been responsible for anything to do with her family, yeah, uh, but just specifically that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so from there we go into our um, our uh, our intro. Uh, we do get the Citadel on the list of places that yeah, I think old, was the only yeah, old town is, is new on the, on the intro animation, the little, little, little gear map thing they do yep. right there. Love that thing. Uh, <laughs> and then that's going to take us into our first, uh, scene after the cold, o- after the opening, uh, which is basically just a long shot of the white walkers coming in. Yeah. So the only thing I think that's really noticeable here is the giants. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. How terrifying. Because as if giants aren't scary enough and zombies aren't scary enough. Zombie giants are terrifying. Yes. Absolutely. And I freaked out. And this makes sense because we knew that the giant who dies at the end of the Battle of the Bastards uh, was the last of his kind. Yeah. yeah. So they all went somewhere, undead, it makes sense. Right. Um, I, thought was, I also like the look of them traveling in the storm as if they are the storm. Yeah, yeah. well, they bring the cold. They bring... Not just the cold. They bring a blizzard with yeah, them. Yeah, they bring winter. They are winter. Winter is coming. Right. Winter is here. here. Right. Like. And, I, and I thought that was a really interesting tuck. I, I think the shot, I think it worked for me from a, from a cinematography angle. Yeah. Uh, it worked for me from a pacing angle. Mm-hmm. The, the effect was really nice. Um, and it communicated a lot, just all in one, like to really just, just communicate the menace that is coming. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so from there, we, 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 we go out, we, we take from there and we zoom out effect- effectively to Bran, who is on his litter and getting drug around by, uh, poor Miss Reed. Yeah. Who has been dragging his ass. Oof. Since Hodor, her arms her must quads. be tired. Just, yeah. Right, her yeah. legs must be real strong. Because walking through snow ain't no joke. Right, on girl, your own, girl is jacked. Girl okay, is like jacked. She could kick. She could mule kick down the wall. So now, okay, Bran's gonna ruin everything. <laughs> and now this is this is a, an exclusive Ames on Thrones theory. Okay. Now Bran has now entered Castle Black and has now effectively kind of passed through the wall. Yes. Now we saw in the previous season when Bran went under the tree, the White Walkers were then in turn able to pass through. Mm. I think that Bran is the reason why. I think Bran is bringing winter and he has no idea that he's doing it. Yeah. I think he is going to unknowingly allow them to to pass the wall to come through that barrier. Mm -hmm. And I think Bran is going to ruin everything. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, did, I mean, I knew the, the wall has to come down. Yeah. The wall has to fall. Not come down, but they're going to get past it. I No, I, well, I think they're getting past it, is, 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 I think, is 100%. But I, I, I firmly believe the whole wall is going to come down. Really? I think, it's, I think it breaks and shatters and comes down. Okay. And, you know, that may not happen in the books. Yeah. But in the TV show, you don't have something that big. This is the Chekhov's gun. This is Chekhov's wall. Yeah. <laughs> you don't talk about this wall that's like, I mean, they talk about like the Titanic. You can't fall. It's too big. It's stop people forever. Mm-hmm. That wall has to come down. Yeah. Just the special effects guy is like, when do I get to take this bad boy out? Like, or at least a good <laughs> chunk of it. I think, I mean, if, well, I, and there's, and there's something when, when we get to that scene, there's something that is mentioned. Yeah. Right. That when we, indicates yeah. we'll what we're, like, exactly what we're talking about right now. So, so. Uh, the other piece here, we see that, uh, uh, what's his name, is now continues to be the Lord Commander of the Wall. Jon Snow? No. no. Oh, I'm sorry. You get all, she got super, like, I thought you, you know no, nothing in my, of his No, in my head, I thought you said King in the North, and I'm like, what the hell? No. The, and I looked on your notes, and I saw that it said Winterfell, and I was like, what? No, the Lord, ta- uh, okay, the yes. Lord Commander. Uh, John Snow's buddy, you're in charge of remembering all these things. Oh, yeah. I'm just um, doing the beat by beat. He's a very unmemorable character. He really is. Uh, <laughs> Dolores Head. That Ed. guy. Yes. Oh, what up? 
random memory for the win. Nice. Uh, Dolores said, as is the, is the commander, Lord Commander here, uh, you see him give the orders and stare out. Un- you're kind of rather a little concerned about the whole thing like, mm-hmm. as they drag him through. But, um, you know, Brand is a little mind reading, a little party trick there. They drag him on three through one presumes that, well, thank God the guys at least like took over dragging the damn litter. Yeah. Right. Make right. Her, like, well, we know he's going to get a wheelchair. We've seen uh, production images uh, that they've, they've put out like an entertainment weekly of him in like a old timey looking wheelchair. Yeah. Well, that's good because that really doesn't, that, that, that whole litter thing doesn't work across rocky ground. Like that's not yeah. a deal. Yeah. Now he has no hoarder to carry him around. Um, so I'm assuming we'll get to see him there. I will get to see him do stuff. And, and I'm assuming he's going to make his way to Castle Black. I mean, he kind of has to. Yeah. Uh, make Are we ever going to see a, a white walker? Hodor? I mean, phone? <gasps> I Stop hope it. Don't even. Just saying. I don't think they would do that. I think that'd be amazing. I don't think they would do that. Oh God. Okay, let's keep. Let's move on ahead. Presumably, he's heading. He's making his way to Winterfell. Uh, but in the meantime, let we jump down to Winterfell, <clears throat> where we see Jon Snow, the King of the North. Yep. Which is I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this is bullshit. What? Why? Give it to it, us. Do tell. Sansa should be the Queen in the North. Why? Just because of because she's not a bastard. Because. Well, because by heritage she's she's blood. Yes. Uh and because she's better. And she older. didn't come back to life as the uh Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Yeah, that's that's she true. didn't yeah, defend. I, mean, I think Jon Snow could effectively look realm. at Sansa and say, you know, when she goes, Well, I should be the queen in the north and, and John can just look at her and go, But did you die? Yeah, well, you know because what? I did. He should have died in and the Battle of the Bastards. He almost got lost the entire battle yeah. because he couldn't manage to keep his shit straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it weren't for Sansa, they, he'd be dead. But he tells her that. He offered. You do realize that he offers her this. Re- do you remember this? Yeah. He uh, offers yeah, her this. He yeah. says, he says you, yes. you are the heir to Winterfell. You should be the lord. You should take this. And she says no. Yeah. That was his whole reason for leaving the Night's Watch. He didn't want to lead. Now, this is he just real- wanted to live his life. And this is really important, That's true. I think, because, you know, there's this whole scene where we're talking about, you know, Jon Snow, of course, obviously is very fixated on the White Walkers. And he understands the threat that is coming to the entire realm. And Sansa's mm-hmm. very focused on you're forgetting your enemy in the south. And Jon brings up this point of how Sansa, you know, he's like, you, you, you speak of Cersei as if you have admiration for her and she kind of like looks off into the distance and is like, I learned much from her and she did. And she's, and you kind (laughs) of got that, that silent, you know, that silent scheming, scheming, scheming in the background. Yep. Sansa knows what she's doing and we're kind of seeing her. I mean, I, and this is coming from someone that I used to absolutely hate her character. Right. And she, for me across the board has shown the most character growth. She's had such Absolutely. a slow burn and for a character yeah. that I mean she has just been tortured Literally. every oh, single absolutely. season. Literally. Yeah. And while being tortured, she was observing Cersei pulling all the strings, yep. running everything and being the badass. And say, right. and say what you will about That's gonna that. Have she's yeah, she's going to recognize that. And and Cersei as much as she tortured Sansa, she always kind of, in a strange way, was like backhandedly kind to her at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. No, she was sympathetic to her you know? plight. She just didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, it didn't, didn't change anything. Like, it sucks for you. So she's a yeah. sociopath. Right. But um, we'll so get there. We, we do get this exchange, though, in the hall, in the main hall, with where John is making his proclamations mm-hmm. and saying what's going to happen. Uh, we get a little bit from uh, uh, Lady Mormont. 
I just, I just, just would being watch. such a badass. She's I just, the greatest. Just, just, she's the best. Seriously, man. Just, I love the, uh, she's the my meme. New, yeah. <laughs> it's a picture of her and it says, if I had three dragons, this show would have been over two years ago. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Goddamnly. Uh, so, um, that's the queen in the north right there. Seriously. It's going to be my next tattoo. I won't sit by the fire knitting while men fight my battles. For nice. <laughs> So, uh, but then we get to this, we get to this part where they're talking about whether or not they take the Karstark and the other guys' castles. Mm -hmm. These first two lines of defense closest to the wall, Mm -hmm. these guys sided with Ramsey and now we've got to decide what to do with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so John is all about forgiveness and Sansa is all about rewarding her, the the folks who have stood by, uh, stood by. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a debt that she owes. Yeah. Right. And, uh. But she chose not to be the queen in the north, so. Right. She doesn't get to make that call. Right. Right. And and you could see, like, the Game of Thrones was not subtle and showing, and showing uh, Littlefinger during Peter Baelish during mm-hmm. these, like, they just kept, like, I think, right. like, nine shots of him, like, smiling evilly. Like, as he just chews best, scenery and twirls his mustache. <laughs> the best background shots, though, were Branna Tarth as, uh, what's her name? The, the little girl was talking. Oh, yeah. Yes. As Lady the Mormon. look on her face was like, yeah, that's the next generation right there. Exactly. Yeah. That was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That was fantastic. And just, I mean, in the whole piece with Tormund and Brienne, it's, I mean, they are relationship oh, so goals. Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously. They're, they're fantastic. Hashtag so, my favorite love story. Uh... So there, so we have this piece going on. They have they have a little they have a little disagreement there in front of everybody. Yeah. They talk about it afterwards. Here's here's my theory coming out of this. Yeah. Uh, one of them has to die. Sansa and John do not make it to the end. One of them is going to die. You think either, so? either uh, John die because he's John. Well, she says very specifically this. She that John has the same flaw that Ned did. The same flaw that a lot of other characters yeah. do. Mm-hmm. You can't be nice and noble. That's how you die. Right. Um, I don't. I don't want to make this game of memes. But there's another one going around with Sansa looking at John like, uh, you know, like oh, I know you want to grow up to be just like our father, but he was really stupid. Right. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. So either. Either John, John gets, John is too nice. That I think is what ha- that triggers it. Uh, John so is when too John nice, gets, but John is one of the heads of the dragon. He can't die. Well, so, yeah. well, that's the thing. There's a possibility that John dies and Santa takes over, but I agree. I don't think John, I think, I don't think you kill John Snow. I think more likely what happens is John's nice and he gets Santa killed. Ooh. And so then John has to get harder. I, I see. I think Sansa stays to rule in the north and John goes and meets up with, uh, Daenerys. Well, John clearly has to meet up with Daenerys. Yeah. But yeah, that's true too. So he's okay, got to leave. He's got to leave Winterfell. Can so you both please say Daenerys, though. Daenerys. <laughs> I'll just say Danny. How's that? <laughs> that's better. Uh, all right. As long as you don't call her Khaleesi. So from there, we jump up to Cersei getting her patio painted. Okay, this is a really, really, <laughs> really important scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. These, these. I've read about the, a couple of the theories on this one. Do you want to? Do you want to take this? Yeah, breakdown here? and I. This was actually. I'm ashamed of myself because usually I'm really good at catching these little nuances, and I didn't catch this one. And a friend pointed it out to me. And shout out David Sharp. I told you I was going to mention you on the show for your awesome theory. So we all know the 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 prophecy and the Valencar and and she's going to you know her brother is going to kill her her little brother is her going to her little murder. brother is going to kill her right. we also know that her and Jamie are twins we also know that she came out of the womb first right. so for technicality's sake Jamie is her little brother right he's gonna end her yeah we're Jamie we're... kills Cersei we know this. I'm, I think it's a very popular theory, and I'm, I'm one I, I'm subscribing to as well. So, during the scene where Cersei and Jamie are standing on the map of Westeros, Cersei is standing on the neck, and Jamie is standing... A region of the map called the neck. A region mm-hmm. of the map called the neck, and Jamie is standing in a region just east called the fingers. 
Mm-hmm. He, he's going to choke her to death with his golden hand. And we get the other piece, we get to our Ed Sheeran piece, which we'll, we'll get to in a minute, where we get the other Ugh. strong indication of that. You'll get my yeah. reaction to um, that. But we see the unraveling here. We see the, the unraveling of their relationship. We see the difficulties that they're experiencing. They're surrounded by enemies on literally all sides. Yes. yes. And uh, while Cersei is very manipulative and, and cold-blooded and ruthless, uh, up to this point, we've seen signs that she can rule and signs that she can't, but more signs that she can't. And yeah. uh, uh, and so Jamie keeps pressing her, like, "We need you want you want to go you want to go fight, but that's who's a terrible gonna, idea. Who's it's fight winter. With us. Yeah, we don't we don't roll up north in the winter time. That's just not a great plan. This, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the uh, and she says, "Well, uh, turns the Nazis out, ran into the same issue in Russia. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't get involved in a land war in Asia. You just so the uh, so, but uh, uh, she's got an idea and she brings on your own Greyjoy. And so the next scene we have after their little chat with the neck and the fingers uh, is, is them standing watching this fleet come in because apparently, despite not having any timber anywhere in the yeah, the, he found all of the wood. How did how did we build these ships that fast? Where did we get the materials? What from? do you mean? So in the, he, great, in the in the end of of the last season, he tells them, "Build me a thousand ships," and oh, they all go, true. "Okay." Because, and then all of a sudden, flash forward to well, the season, right, and now there's Theon, a thousand ships. Because Theon and uh, oh, they renamed her. Is she not Asha anymore? Uh, she's Asha. Yara, Yara in the show. She's Asha in the books, and right. she's because it was too close to Osha, who they killed her off in the show anyway. So, uh, so Yara to, y- and and Theon take so, all of the ships. They and take leave. the entire like, Greyjoy navy, and they sail to go. I to thought they only took like half or something. No, they, they might have taken most of them. They might have left some. But the point is, is that they did not leave them with very many. Yeah. And he said, build me a thousand ships. And then, like, they just went, boop. Here's a thousand ships. Here's a thousand ships with so, this wood that doesn't exist on this island. Right, because they always talk about how the, how, how the, the islands have got nothing on them. Yeah. Right, the Iron Islands. The Iron Islands are just basically just rocks. So, uh, but they apparently found a lot of wood somewhere. So good, pl- good for them. Plot holes, but we still like Whatever. the show. So, um so he sails in, and he comes, and we have this whole scene with him, with Euron Greyjoy, talking to Cersei and on the in the throne room, and uh, she, he is, he is, he proposes marriage. Yes, and she goes, get out. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, and also, um, how about how much he taunts Jamie about how? Oh, they throw, the, he throws how some much, hard shade. How much better he's going to be at banging his sister than he is. Right, and the line I've got a thousand. So him with a thousand chips in two good hands. Yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, but you know, we we thought that he was heading to Daenerys. 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 You're going to yell at me a lot. Daenerys. <laughs> uh, we thought he was going to Daenerys. Turns out he's going to Cersei. Yeah. Okay. I mean. I don't. I, I don't give a shit about the Greyjoys. Right? Really? I never have. Hmm. They, I I've mean, given like like half a shit. Ara and uh, uh, sorry, Theon's character is starting to get vaguely interesting. Uh, Yara is a va- is a vaguely interesting character. <sighs> She's so much more interesting in the book. There's, they ruin her for the show. They watered her down a whole bunch. But, so much. Yeah, whatever. That's so, not what we're here. There's not much else there. So then from there, we jump over to the Citadel, and we finally catch back up with our uh, with Samuel Tartley. And we just oh, have a 15-minute segment oh. of him gagging. Oh, That was a terrible montage. And, and, and this, this show is gross, and this show does gross things because it's HBO, and this is by far the grossest scene I've ever watched in this entire show. This didn't feel necessary. Right. Like, but I, I mean, like, okay, like maybe the poop wasn't necessary. Showing him doing bitch work is necessary. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. But they, but the poop. There was so much poop. There was, 
you could show the struggle, you can show the timelessness, but the length of that montage was just that time that could have been used on other stuff. Yeah. That was an unnecessarily was, going, that was going for gross. It was painfully long. It was right. disgustingly long. Yes. And, and but they, and I get like it. He looks like he's dropped some weight though. He, he's looking he's lo- good. He's looking good. He's looking good. The hair, well, the thing, the whole, they, they didn't look like they were eating very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get it. The poop and the food look the same. I get yeah. it. We've, you've demonstrated this. I really don't need to. Uh, so he eventually, Harry Potter's this bad boy. Yeah. There's a restricted section. He wants access to it. So he steals the keys to get back there. Um, go, Sam, go. That's about it. That's really the whole That's point. That's about of the, it. Again, uh, so, but this brings this brings up another good theory. Um, there's a snippet from the book that Sam is reading that he steals from the restriction section that kind of outlines um, Dragonglass being used for healing purposes. Yes, so this is where Sam right. has this epiphany that we need to, oh my God, we need to go to Dragonstone. We need to tell John we need to go mine for Dragonglass well, at that Dragonstone. Actually, that piece comes a little later in the episode. Oh, we're um, not there. Never yes. mind. Just kidding. But we do see, we do find out in this first area that Mormon is uh, the Jorah, yes. Mor- Jorah Mormon, not Lady J- Mormon. Jorah the Explorer. Right. Jorah yeah. the, the friend zone. Uh, <laughs> Sir, Sir friend zone. Uh, Isn't that what we were calling <laughs> him Sir friend before? zone. Uh, he's, he's found his way to Old Town and yes. uh, is in the Citadel. And we kind of hear him asking uh, if, uh, if she's arrived. Is she here? The Dragon Queen. Right. And we see that his arm looks all sorts of. It's not mm. the the it's it's going he's going quick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we saw I, I saw the same thing in the book where we, you can actually read part of the book and it talks about dragonglass being used for healing purposes uh, later on. Yep. Which know. we've only seen one person who the dragon scale stopped. Yep. On and right. she happened to live on a giant mountain of dragonglass. Yeah, you know uh, until her father set her on fire. Right. Turns yeah. out not Whatever. fireproof. Not fireproof. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not really dragonglass does not make you fireproof. Okay. <laughs> Next comes the one most controversial scene in the whole damn episode. And I'm not sure I get it, but Arya, we, we, we cut to Arya riding through the woods, mm-hmm. and uh, she hears singing, and the song that she hears we'll talk about in a second, because we got to cover this Ed Sheeran thing. Um, it sucked. I didn't... It was jarring. Okay, because first, we don't hear a lot of like folk music like this in this series. Usually it's like off in the background, but not at always. a bar scene. But you you don't get that this type of uh, of a musical interlude, yeah, in, in in any of these episodes, right? And so you're going, wait a second, okay, well this must be somebody if we're hearing them sing, yeah. And, and the then pro- and the problem I had with this, you see that it's Ed freaking yeah, Sheeran, and the, it just takes you out of the world. Exactly, it takes you. It's it, because this show is is built. I, I mean, obviously, of course, we know who Sean Bean is, but. Mm-hmm he's so good at, at, at becoming his character that it wasn't bothersome. We weren't like we were watching Sean Bean and um, why can't I think of Cersei? What's her, the actress? Oh, I, I don't remember her name. It doesn't matter, but we know who she is. We've, you know, we've yeah. seen, she's right. the queen. Well, of they're all actresses we, playing. We get it. We, we know, we know who right. they are, but, but Ed, that's the thing. Ed Sheeran is not an actor. Ed Sheeran is Ed freaking Sheeran. Okay. I'm going to disagree and with so you guys. It, no, it snaps. It snapped me right out of the episode. I'm going to say this. As a guy who had no idea who Ed Sheeran was, it did it did nothing for me. Well, I that's why. That that's me. why because right. you don't know who he is. And that's you why are in the so... vast minority at this point yeah. because this is the guy that, in the last three years or in the last two years, has had like five number one hits. Right. He did I stopped uh, listening to music he, the, in the song "I See Fire" for the Hobbit. Yeah. No. He. It's this. Okay. Well. 
And, sure. and don't get the me wrong. You. Don't get me wrong. I like Ed Sheeran as an as a musical artist. He's incredibly talented. But what the f- are you doing in Game of Thrones? Get out of my show. And it show. was a throwaway scene. Yeah. No, it's not. Well, I, no, 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 I think the, not, the, I scene, the scene is not a throwaway scene. This is the one place where the pacing just t- slammed on the brakes. No, 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 no. And it was just the it felt like they were wedging the it damn in. Damn pacing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't have a problem with this scene at all. Even I mean, granted, I didn't know who Ed Sheeran was, but I'm I. But you know, this it's got to the point. I was actually reading before we started recording today that he's deleted his Twitter account. Like <gasps> he's got. I mean, Aww. people are just being so terrible to him. I mean, it's and not it his wasn't, fault. It's it. It was a poor casting choice. I just here's the thing. So this scene, I think, is important. This scene does a lot in yeah. a little bit here. First of all, you're right. The singing is not uh, is not common here, but when we do get songs both in the books and in the and the in the show, those songs are very important. The yes. Reigns of Castamere. Right, but all um, the song is remembered now as is the, the one that Ed Sheeran was singing. Well, but the no. song that she's the If you song, had a no-name actor that happened to have a decent voice doing this role, now it this, been this totally isn't the, this isn't the first time that this song has been introduced in the show. We know the song Hands of Gold has has appeared before. Right. So right. in the books it's uh well do you want to do this thing where it comes from in the books or you want to do it? Yeah, wait. Where did So in the it, books it, it comes from when This this comes from there's a bard who is trying to uh blackmail Tyrion yeah. back before his girls before he murders his girl. Yeah. Uh and he he uses it as a uh as blackmail. Mm-hmm. And then when when Tyrion strangles and kills uh uh Osha Shay 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 sorry. is the yeah the whole name. Uh, she he 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 says the lines from this whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that, however, and he strangles her with the with the, with gold, the gold chain. chain. Now, however, I this this song is further. This, this song in particular is further illustrating the foreshadowing of yeah. of Jamie murdering Cersei with his golden hair. Yeah, I think this is direct right. foreshadowing to that, and then the fact to that get, it, it goes along with Arya coming in and saying, "Well, oh, you know, why are you going to right, the King's Landing to I, kill the Queen?" I, again, I think we're, the problem that, that we're having is that Al doesn't know who this person is. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I think th- that's a big thing. Well, if this had happened ten years ago and they had done this scene, it would have been Justin Timberlake. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I'm not, and I'm not, that would have just felt wrong. I'm not saying that Ed Sheeran. I'm not arguing that Ed Sheeran shouldn't have been cast. I, yes, it would be better to not do that if it, if it, it did. Obviously, pull a lot of people out. Yeah. But I will argue that this scene was pointless, or this scene messed with the pacing. This scene did a lot of did a lot of legwork. It did a way more than just I think the, yeah. the the foreshadowing. It also is where we start to get the first signs of a clear division amongst Lannister soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arya gets down and it's pretty clear that she's going to murder these folk. Yeah, and then she sits down and then she kind of we see this on Arya's side where she's just held so much hatred for anything Lannister mm-hmm. this whole right. time and then she sits down and she finally has that moment of like oh these are these are people. Right. These and are it, human beings. I don't know. And it shows because it, it, we we don't have a conclusion to this scene. This is we, true. We, we have a cold. We, a, a we can cold open. Cut. We can open the next episode with her and these guys it, just laying dead all around her. Right. She's eating the but, rabbit and smiling at them. That <laughs> doesn't mean blood. needle isn't about to come out. Yeah. And that's fine. But what I'm saying here is that it 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 we see her having to deal with the fact that see with this we also now get the realize that the Lannister soldiers are no longer supporting Cersei. They're not supporting King's Landing. We get an update on what's going on on the ground level. Within King's Landing, right, uh, and that there's starting to be some some problems there, uh, and we get a little bit more of an insight into Sir, uh, into Arya because Arya does say, I mean, she says flat out that she's going to kill the queen, and uh, there's a long pause there, yeah, 
and you don't know what's gonna, which way it's going to go. I mean, and if Arya's not dying here, I don't think anybody thought this is where Arya dies. No. But you do see her, you see her, how ballsy she's getting. You yeah. know Arya dies, though, right? Eventually, like, probably. Arya going to die, and it's going to hurt real bad. You think? I, have a, I think so. I have a dream that she's that she's riding one of the one of the dragons. No, I think that Arya's going to complete her mission and then die. Probably. I assume she dies before ever seeing, laying eyes on another Stark. Yeah. Um, but I also think we, we go and get the, with our preview. Uh, <gasps> oh, wait. Can we do that after? Let's yeah, just, yeah, let's just finish so, the episode anyway, so, and then we'll get to the next week on because holy shit. So, I haven't seen that yet. I, I'm, I'm interested though. I didn't, I guess, if, so if you don't know who Ed Sheeran is, this scene is, I guess, fine for me. I do think it does a lot for the storyline. But yeah, if, if that was Justin Timberlake sitting there, who's, it would've would have taken you out of that, that realm. It, it it's not going to be so shocking if he appears again, if he's going to be a continuing character. Like, okay, we'll deal with it because uh, now, Think so. because now it's not for me at least it won't be for me it was jarring because it was so shocking because i was just super not expecting and, right. and i literally said out loud what the ed sheeran yeah. well and we knew if you follow the casting news we knew that ian mcshane was going to be on the show way before they actually did yeah. his episode yeah and they killed him at the end of that episode spoiler alert so i don't um, follow casting news uh, well, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, so I guess I didn't hear anything that said Ed was going to play a character there, but yeah. Ian McShane also is an actor and he's an amazing right. actor. So yeah. it's not going to be, it's not quite the same thing. Right. Uh, so then we leave them in the woods where Arya may or may not murder all of those soldiers. <laughs> uh, and we get to, we, we catch back up with the hound who is now making time, uh, with, wait, did I miss a spot there? Nope. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we get this. Where's the scene? We're missing. I'm missing the other spot with uh, with Peter Baelish. Oh, where Sansa basically tells him to f off, right, and stop. So, so that this was like such a great line. Yeah, this this is the uh, <laughs> no need to steal the last word. I'm sure it's something witty, <laughs> right? Um, so you yeah, go girl. Yeah, she basically tells Peter. I mean, all of Peter's machinations are not coming to fruition. Uh, and then we finally, we, we, that's where we get this beautiful moment between Tormund, Giant, Tormund Giant's Bane and, uh, and uh, what's her face? And Brienne. And Brienne of Tarth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, which is amazing. But she just walk up and you could tell, like, it's not, they don't actually go out so far as to say it, but you can tell that Brienne's now understood anytime Peter gets too close to Sansa, go walk over there and hold your sword. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you gotta back, you gotta back yeah. your girl up. Cause yeah. anytime that creepy guy at the bar keeps coming over, you know, you gotta go show up and, yeah, um, so that that was that. There's nothing else really terrible that comes out of that scene. Yeah, that's not a huge scene, but uh, it's huge for Sansa and it's huge for her 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 characterization, her personal growth. But right. Uh, but anyway, so we get to the Hound in the house. This is big. This so, is big for him. This yeah. is this is a very important scene for him. So he's with he's with Beric Dondarrion, right? And, and Thoros of Mir. And and first of all, I love the Game of Thrones went so far as to make fun of top knots. Yes, <laughs> because that was awesome. Yes, because uh, man buns are stupid. I'm saying it. you heard it here. Uh, so we go and we do, take. we do this. So we do this whole scene, and you can see that he's basically the whole, the whole theme here is there's, he's, the hound is struggling with who he is. Yes. Uh, and we are still trying to struggle with whether or not the Lord of Light is evil. Right. Because right. uh, we keep getting stuff that kind of shows both ends. When we look at the Lady Roller, 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 <laughs> the Red Woman. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, the Melisandre? Red woman. There it is. Oh, is it Melisandre? I why was... are you... I don't know why I'm... He can't say Arya. So... <laughs> I, 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 I read, okay? I read. <laughs> I don't say things out loud. Um, hey, the... it's okay. We were all current calling her Hermione until the movies came out, so... <laughs> we... What? Really? Harry Potter? I was like... Hermione? Yeah, yeah, Hermione. Hermione? The, you know, the, really? the girl in Harry Potter, Hermione. That was me for like... 
years. That's embarrassing. I would have been. Isn't it? That. Oh, I uh, whatever. Steering to the anyway, so there. So anyway, so the uh, says the guy who's oh, 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 oh. the uh, so anyway, so we see her doing some just kind of evil, you know, like murdering children. Uh, yeah, the water lights like burn this baby and still. Right, like, we need oh. to murder children. We don't talk about it in the book, but they actually burn a literal literal infant. In they the do. Book. They, so they, they absolutely fun. do. So on the but on the show side, you know, on the, and, and both in the, both of them, Beric Dondarrion and Thoros of Mir, both are representing kind of the good side of the Lord of Light, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and so they're bringing the Hound into the fold, and so we come back to this house, and we got this. You got this on the previous on Game of Thrones at the top. Uh, but this was the house where, uh, when he was, when the hound was on his road trip with Arya, yeah. uh, they stop by this place and he robs these guys and leaves them basically to starve for the winter. Yeah. Uh, and so he kind of, he gets, he gets faced with the aftermath of his, with the, with the consequences of his actions and mm-hmm. how his actions, you know, he's, he's always been a very selfish man. Right. He does what he wants to do for right. the good of himself. And he, and he sees how his actions affect others. And he kind of sees this, this absolutely heartbreaking, you know, this father holding his daughter with a bloody rusty knife where obviously he killed his daughter and then killed himself to put them out of their misery. He didn't want to watch his daughter starve. Right. You know, and then we go, we get into the whole, the whole bit where, you know, he's not a religious man and he's, he's always denied, you know, kind of the presence of any kind of any of the gods that anyone follows. But, but yet he, we kind of see him struggling with that. And, and why has the Lord of light brought you back so many times and what's going on here? And then this is where uh, Thoros brings him over and tells him to look into the fire, which we know is a big deal because he's freaking terrified of fire. Yeah, you get half your face burned off. Yeah, you uh, know? what I like to refer to as the Zuko. The Zuko. Ah, ah, yeah, like nice. uh, Yeah. So, and he sees, and we, here's we see the White Walkers. Yeah. So you know, and this is so. So he. Or he doesn't actually. And I want to make a quick note on the on a directorial choice here that I thought was really really good. Um, they didn't show it. Yeah. They don't show a damn thing in the fire. Well, and they I don't, show us the fire. They've never shown anything in the fire, which which I think is very interesting because it still it still leaves it very much up to Are they really seeing well, this? Well, well, Melisandre, well, yeah, with Melisandre, you you you're left wondering. But this scene here it looks very genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like Why a, would the hound lie? The hound's not lying and the hound is coming up with some very specific stuff. Yeah. So the hound is seeing the stuff in the fire which he hates and, and most shows would have done something in the flames. Yeah. Uh, and Game of Thrones didn't and that restraint while I said it, we know they got the money. Right. <laughs> while we while that restraint wasn't shown when we had to look at poop for 5 minutes straight <laughs> uh was shown here and I think that restraint did a lot for that episode did a Absolutely. lot for that scene. It let us stay with the hound and feel what the hound is feeling mm-hmm. and stay in that POV. It didn't drag us out of it. Yeah. And I think that was a really great choice um and, there. Yeah, and we see that moment just change him so much and then the next thing we see is him outside in a blizzard digging the cold hard ground a grave for these people because you know, right now he's trying to kind of make up for his do what he can, yeah. right? And so, and there was, and so there's two things that I loved about this. It's like his penance, you know, right? There's and there's two things about this scene that jumped out at me too. This whole scene with the, the, the actors are phenomenal, um, but there was two moments, there were two beats here that I thought I, I really enjoyed. Um, the first is, uh, and both of them have to do not with the hound, but with uh, Thoros, yeah, who comes outside. Yeah. Uh, so Thoros is the equivalent of a preacher for the Lord of Light. Yeah. Uh, he's the one who actually brings back Ber- uh, Derek, Beric Tondarian through mm-hmm. the power of whatever. So there's two beats here that I love. He asks the question, 
But then he picks up the shovel and he starts and he joins him. He doesn't say, let me help you or I want to do whatever. He just picks up the shovel and he starts going. Right. That felt real. That felt authentic. Yeah. Um, and then more importantly, he doesn't say another damn word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hound delivers this jacked up <laughs> attempt of remembering the seven. Mm-hmm. Completely different religion. Yeah. And... And Doros doesn't jump in with his religion. He doesn't right. say anything. He doesn't ask if he can say something on behalf of the Lord of Light. He doesn't do. He literally says nothing. Yeah. He just shuts up, and that is a great choice, just on every level. That and is, unique from what we've seen from followers of the Lord of Light. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It helps to draw that line between because mm-hmm. you know Melisandre would have run her mouth. Yeah. Um, Melisandre would have been talking her way through all of that. And mm-hmm. I just but, it was just so it was just so the Hound. You know. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. You're dead. Yes. You deserved better. Yes. You know, and that's yeah. and that's about the best you're gonna get and from, from him. Yeah, and, and, it's, it's, and gen- it is, and it's it, absolutely it felt heartfelt. genuine. That whole scene there was I think the best acting. It may not have been the most exciting scene. Yeah. But as far as the pure acting and the pure storytelling, yeah. I yeah. think that was the purest one we got. Uh so that was them. So then we jump back and uh Sam finds we okay. jump back to the Citadel. Dragonglass. And so this is where he's sitting at home with the books that he's stolen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and he finds a dragonglass, figures out that he's sitting on a mountain of it, and sends word over to John. Um really all that's going on there. And I'm pretty sure that when we get to the books, when the books ever if the books ever drop, right. uh I think we're gonna Sam's gonna spend a lot of time in Old Town to basically find that piece of information yeah well and i've seen theories also that the dragon glass because we know it has healing properties could heal the uh dragon scale and jorah yeah right, right. yeah so that's, that's what we're thinking that's yeah. what we're thinking happens yeah, yeah i think where he's gonna i think he's gonna grind up some dragon glass and put it in his porridge and then yeah. right or something along and those lines he's, and he's and gonna find he, out and then he's gonna get to go right back to daenerys to you know stand by so her, her friend zone returns as her faithful friend zoned yeah he ain't right hand man what if he comes back like completely rejuvenated he looks like he's like 25 years old ain't gonna matter <laughs> like, like they recast him like they did with the other guy yeah right, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah that was her a, other boyfriend the, I'm, I'm, all of her boyfriends get recast well here, here's the deal and she's though. still like i'm not your girlfriend <laughs> yeah, not your girlfriend that's what i'm saying look there's no there's no way like i have known these guys i have known this guy this sir friend zone i have known sir friend zone i've been that guy in, i've been that guy <laughs> at nine at 19 at 90 bro you're still sir friend zone all right <laughs> it ain't gonna matter uh oh it reminds me of another guy but we don't get to that. uh so that's that so then we get to the last scene and this last scene is this one you were talking about we're pacing did you have pacing issues with this no my pacing issues were the ed sheeran scene oh okay oh no i see that i don't have pacing issues pacing issues were the poop scene for sure no that was the only yeah I, yeah i guess that too but i don't know ed sheeran so the ba- I, yeah. I think um so daenerys so, so this is the scene that we've been waiting for forever. for just forever the the dramatic wordless scenes uh, with Danny are kind of getting to me. A bit, a bit, but this isn't the first time. Yeah, no, that's true. But this one works for me. Yeah, yeah, and it was cool. Because she's no me, okay. No the means, only yeah. thing that re- I had, I had, a, and I and I reacted during the episode to this. And the only thing that I really had a problem with is the fact that she did the freaking stereotypical. Let me get off the boat and kiss the sand. Like, well, she didn't kiss the sand. I she know, just but she touched, like, it. touched it. Like ooh. Well, to be fair, if it, I don't know if uh, that uh, that didn't bug me too much. I yeah, it didn't, it's, like, it's a bit of a trope, but yeah, it was just like to, I it's it, I saw it as very tropey, and I was just like, right. oh, come on, really, we're gonna do like the la- I'm on land thing, like, yeah. Ooh. But um, 
but this is her homeland that she's been trying to get to forever. So uh, I know I personally was happy to kiss the dirt if it just get her fucking ass off the boat center. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> like, it's been so freaking long. Just get your army and show up. So, uh, but we see this long walk. We we see the whole this thing. Long walk. Long. This does this. I think there was a little bit of a pacing issue here. Like, yeah. I get that it's a big deal. I get that we've been waiting a long time. I have read all of the books more than once. I've watched this whole thing since the beginning. We just didn't have to watch every step. I yeah. get. Yeah. Honestly. Like, show me, show me. You touch the ground after you get off the boat. That's fine. And then very, you're in the throne room. It's that, very. We don't me, need the journey. Show me the walk. It's I very Mighty Python in the quest for the Holy Grail. The, uh, the repetitive scene of the man running toward the castle, right, over and over. And right. Over. Well, I, actually, you know, and, and this this bugged me just a hair. So they mentioned previously that Dragonstone sat empty. I think when when we on the map scene here, yeah, uh, Jamie says, "Well, here's where Daenerys is going to land." Yeah, which I think wasn't terribly surprising. Uh, and then we we see her show up there. From a practical level, if you are uh, an incredibly important figure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't go first. Right. Right. You have a God-blessed army. You send a couple through to make sure everything's well, kosher. You need a recon team. You need- <laughs> well, let's not forget that she does have an entire army of Unsullied with her and the dragons flying above. Sure. Just in case anything goes down. Which but does you they no weren't good. all with her <laughs> right, when she was no entering at- these rooms that she has no idea if this guy... Ca- sure, yeah. the castle looks uninhabited, but you don't know. They could be leaving booby traps behind. Well, I mean, you, you tell Danny, hey, you, you fall back. Just like I mean, just send just send a rookie to go through and run through. Like, hey, make sure like she doesn't slip on a goddamn wet spot and right. die. Like that's how she goes down. Like, I mean, I just that part bugged me, and I know that's a very minor. I'm quibbling here, but that did bug me just a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know what's in that castle. You have this giant castle that's been empty for a long ass time. I, some minor noble didn't roll up and maybe start hanging out. Now, granted, if I was a minor noble and I'm like, is that a giant armada? Are those dragons? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey You're guys, out. we're moving. Pack the shit. Like, <laughs> Gotta go. Out. Bye. Um, so, but you know, I, or so, and we see that that nobody's been there either because the Baratheon banners are still up, right? Yeah, and we, yeah. And she she pulls down contemptuously. Yeah. Uh, and so we 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 get the scene. Yeah, this this thing did drag a little bit for me. It was a cool scene. I liked mm-hmm. it. I, we definitely wanted it. I liked that they went with no words. That was an interesting piece. Another really interesting choice, though. She doesn't sit on the throne. Yeah, right. because that's not the throne that she's after. No. She's not there to sit at Dragonstone. Right. She's there to sit on the Iron Throne. Right. Agreed. But it it is still an interesting choice. Yeah. It was an, and it was and that to me that's one of the moments that I absolutely want to see. And it's also I mean and, and she surpasses sitting on the throne and and you she know She goes right to the war room. And she goes right to the war room. She goes right to the war map. Right. Shall we begin? Right. She means freaking she, business. Cuz Cersei's at her map and she's at hers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh although again how the hell did she know that's where the war room was? She grew up in that castle. Yeah. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Yeah. She left that castle when, when she, she was, was like... 13. Not yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah. She left Dragonstone... At 13? At 13. Just that's when she the, was... That's when she was... the series starts. Wait, no. No, 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 no. No, she's younger than that. She's a baby. Because she's been... When we open when we open Game of Thrones, we first meet Daenerys. Daenerys has been in uh, 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 Bravos. I think is where she's at. But she's, she's already been across the but sea. She had, but she still was there until 
like she was at least five or six, I'd say. She didn't leave as an infant, but she was, no. yeah. I, it's a question of she what, ran what, around these halls as a kid. She ran around these halls as a very young, young child. I'm mm-hmm. saying two, three, maybe four years old, and she still remembers where the war room was. I don't and know. That. She's well, been I mean, in castles maybe, the, the rest of the maybe we for just, a while now. Maybe we just kind of cut out the scenes where she was like, hey, guys, is it this? Is this one? Anybody, like in the mall, like the you are here? Yeah, right, like the kiosk, map? The, the kiosk, kiosk map. It's, but again, you know War room, war that. room, D23. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I think no she kind of just knows. No oh, I didn't know. That was like random. I didn't. That was Please super no Freudian. I'm so sorry. Uh, but what, I mean, I here's my headcanon. My headcanon is that uh, uh, she announces, I'm going to go first. I'm going to lead it. And everybody says, uh-huh. And then Tyrion grabs one of the random unsullied and says, you get out, you swim, you run, you come back, you tell me if everything's kosher. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> don't touch anything. Do not touch a damn thing. <laughs> so she, he runs through, goes, and then, okay, there we go. Uh, and then we just didn't see the scene where, uh, where she's looking around and Tyrion kind of gestures over towards the war room because he figures that's where she's going. That's my headcanon. Well, and it makes sense that the war room would be right next to the throne room. Yeah. That it, that they're connected. Right. I'll tell you this. I would not walk, I would not be walking back. After seeing how long the walk is up to the beach, like, I don't know who's responsible for going back and getting everybody else and telling them it's time to go, but I'm calling not it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be the worst unsullied. That's why we have flags. Oh, I would never be an unsullied. That's, there's never nothing about me that is unsullied. Well, I am just sullied. <laughs> just sullied. I am super, super sullied. You're sully. I'd be sully. A monster's ink called yeah, actor earlier. I'm way more in common with sully than I'm the unsullied. Yeah. Uh, so then we get our next time on Game of Thrones. Okay. So you want to hit this piece? Super important stuff because they flash a bunch of information at you and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Most important, not in my opinion, because I'm, I'm super excited about this. Freaking Arya is gonna find Nymeria again. Her, who's She's her wolf. going to find her dire wolf. Right. And that's incredible because <sighs> then Arya and Nymeria are just gonna destroy everything and everyone. Although it's gonna be a lot harder for her to masquerade as other people with a giant dire wolf. Maybe she can just masquerade as the dire wolf. Oh. Do we. No, we haven't seen any evidence of, of Arya being able to warg. Yeah. Right. Now, so. Do we know where. I'm trying to remember what dire wolves are left at this point. It is basically Ghost, Summer, and Nymeria. I thought Summer died. Which one was Summer? Summer was Bran's wolf. And then Shaggy Dog was Rickon's wolf. Yeah. And they kill Shaggy Dog and cut his head off. Right. And Rickon's dead. Rickon's super dead because he doesn't know how to bob and weave. (laughs) Uh, How do you not bob and weave, Serpentine! You seriously, man. It's not hard. Uh, Anyway. Um, So anyway. I think... Is Summer dead? I think we. I think we I lose. Summer, I think no, we Summer lose. Die, Summer dies at the very beginning. No, oh, sorry, Summer's brands. Sorry, I was thinking of uh, Sansa's wolf. Oh, so, no, lady, lady, lady gets dies. killed. A lady gets killed in lieu of Nymeria because right, Nymeria takes in the, in off the very they, first season when right, Arya right, makes right. her run away because oh, Joffrey's like eh, the dog bit me. They they want to kill Nymeria and Arya makes her run away and so Cersei's like, well, we need to have the head of a dire wolf. So we get. And lady. so this is the, this is the first instance of. Sansa's the, gonna have a rough the go. The endless torture right. that is right. Sansa Stark. When you, we started with killing your puppy, yeah. and it goes downhill from there. Yeah, you're gonna look back fondly on when your puppy died. Right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so we flash to Arya in the woods, and we flash to a dire wolf, and then so you kind of know. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's not snow. It's happening. Yeah, so, it's not. It's not ghost. Ghost. I'm sorry. It's not, it's ghost. not Jon Snow's so. wolf ghost. So and she, because and Arya's going south. Remember that. And she right. she ran off mm-hmm. Nymeria on the on the King's Road on the way to King's Landing, right. closer to the south. So it makes right. sense that she's in the right area. So that'll be pretty exciting. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else and on those? Somebody is choking the shit out of Littlefinger. 
Yeah, that what? could be any number of people. Uh, that just seems right. Right. <laughs> you know, and but that's very exciting. Yeah, because yeah, find, somebody's finally choking him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you I watched it over and over and over and over again and couldn't get a glimpse of, like, whose head we were looking at. Oh, could you see? You couldn't see anything. You else? can't really see anything except for like, male, female. No, nothing. N- no, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bets. Then let's go and take bets real quick. Who's str- who is strangling Littlefinger? And this is what we can. My hold. money's on John. John, you think John? Brienne. Brienne. Actually, I was going to say Brienne. I was betting Brienne yeah. strangling him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. My money's on John growing some balls and listening to Sansa saying, "Hey, Dad was too nice and yeah. he's dead." So don't do that because you were already too nice and got dead once. So I don't think I don't. There's, I don't believe it's Sansa. Um, no, that's not her style. No, I don't think choking is her style. So she's got a protector. That's that's what she's there right, for. That's yeah. why she's got. I think I think I'm with Dan though. I think I think it's Brienne. Yeah. Although Jon Snow is a good guess, I think my money's. See, up I don't Brienne. think choking is Brienne's style either. She could to make a point to make a very specific yeah. point. Yeah, I think she would. Okay. Um, like she just just as a just as like I could see her like grabbing you by the throat and picking you up one of those kind of deals like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just so we're all clear I can kill you anytime I want right like don't 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 talk. mess with my girl don't mm-hmm. mess with my girl and then we see um, a messenger running in uh, and telling Jon Snow look I mean this could be editing but it's telling Jon Snow don't trust the Targaryen no. so we already know that somebody's trying to throw a rift in that and if any of the fan theories are going to be right. We know that Jon Snow and Daenerys and Tyrion need to come together. Right. Because they are the three heads of the dragon. That is the most popular theory I've heard. Bum, bum, bum. So that's all I got. That's kind of all I got, too. Wonderful. So, so yeah. So good. Any, anything else, Dan? Sound all right. Great. Well, great. So we're super looking forward to doing this again next week because this is my favorite thing in the world to do. Uh, thank you again <laughs> for sticking around for this awesome little pilot we got going on here. Or just joining us on YouTube. Yeah, and just joining us on YouTube in general and uh, watching our, sec- our separate segment that we got going on here for Ames on Thrones. <sighs> You'll love are it. We, are we, are we, are we sticking this, with the title? Uh, we... It's no longer a working title. Is it's it, a title. Is it? Is that what we're doing? Okay. Yeah. It's All got right. a logo. It's got a logo. It did get a logo. I don't, I don't remember approving any of that. Yeah. All right. Hey, my mom's donating $20 a month to the Patreon. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so that's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>